Well, we are back, huh? We're back at the Nine Club, everybody. Today we got a special, special guest. Very special. Very special. Mr. Two, t- two times special. Two times. Three times. Four times. Mr. <laughs> Spike Jones is Shit. here. All right. Yes. Thanks for having me. How are you? I'm psyched to be in the Nine Club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. I just just explored all the set, nerded out, and oh. saw the switch flip Manny. And I yep. also noticed that. You all, you put like whoever the guest is, you put up yeah. special shit. Oh right? yeah, we always do. Try to we, cater to him. You try to cater to him, you know. Got Rick Howard here, right behind me. Rick yeah. Howard. Yep, yep. Gons. The Gons. Jackass the... in our girl videos. Yep. Mike <laughs> Moe's explosion where you almost killed him. On <laughs> <laughs> the fully flared. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Spike, don't forget the best work you've ever done that was kind of skipped by the Academy. Yeah. Was the Hot Chocolate Tour. Yeah. That, that was, was a good one. That was a that was a big one. I don't know what the <laughs> I don't mean. know. I don't know why yeah. they they overlooked that. Yeah, they were. It was political. I'm sure. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> right, right, right. Thanks for coming, dude. Yeah, this is amazing. Excited to be here. Yeah. I texted you the other day and I was like, Chris, when do I get on the nine club? I know, I know. <laughs> and I was like, Who's this? You know, <laughs> fucking Spike Jones is hitting me up. This is crazy. Yep. But you yeah. watch the show. I mean, it's I funny because I listen to it on the I, yeah, on the podcast. Yeah. So I, I'm mostly just you know, it's like I actually you know like first time I'm. I've seen the, the uh, seen it on YouTube, but like mostly I just know Kelly's voice. I'm like, that's his face. That's huh. <laughs> okay, that's Andy Mac. <laughs> yeah, yeah Andy Mac. Yeah. yeah, it's weird hearing that after all these years, like skating. You're like, oh yeah, I know your voice. Yeah, now yeah. I just know your voice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and your laugh, of course. <laughs> so, born and raised. Well, not raised. You moved around a lot, but in Maryland, right? You were born in Maryland. No, no, I was born in New York. Right? Oh, you were yeah. born in New York. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you got a fire researcher. Right now. No, but yeah, we moved. And then my, my my dad always lived in New York, so I'd go back and forth oh. there. But then uh, my mom moved around, so uh, we lived in New Jersey and Philly and oh, okay. DC, or right outside of DC in Bethesda, Maryland. Oh, Bethesda. Wait, where? Yeah. Who was talking about that? Bobby, Bobby Worst. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is yeah. he from there? No, but he go skate there. Right, right. So East Coast. East Coast kid. East Coast kid, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you started off BMXing, right? Yeah. You, you start off uh, yeah. At, like taking photos or filming or both BMX? Riding. Like when I was like 13, there's this BMX shop called Rockville BMX okay. and it was like the, oh, yeah. the spot. And uh, I started working there and um, yeah, so yeah, I got into, you know, I was like riding bikes and, you know, but... I, you know, I had a bunch of friends that skated, and actually, I knew that's when I met Tremaine. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. he was like the local legend. I can't actually listen to my own voice. This will drive me crazy. No, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucked up. <laughs> like that's what I sound like. Oh, fuck. Right. He's gonna t- take off the, the. It's the second time. You know, Christian didn't wear him either. Christian is soy. Yeah, it's fucked you know? up. I don't need that. <laughs> I can you hear know, you guys. That's 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 better for me. Spike, when you're on a Hollywood set, yes, and you're watching the screen, you're watching the actors do their thing you gotta have you, the, headphones the headphones on. yeah right but i'm not i don't need to listen to myself <laughs> <laughs> actually even yeah uh i mean i can hear you guys talking so okay. you're like that's fine three feet away from me uh so oh you met so, jeff tremaine oh yeah i met tremaine back then right. when i was like in you know 13 14 15 16 mm-hmm. i basically like bmx and skated and okay. we go to like most of the ramps were skate ramps or yeah. like and when i was 15 i started going on these tours with, uh, with Haro, with the BMX company Haro, and um, Brian Blyther, Ron Wilkerson, these, uh, Dave Nori, these like... Were you going on tour 
I was kind of sponsored. A, yeah, but I wouldn't ride in the shows, but I was sponsored, no. like, just, like, I'd oh. go on tour and Were you tail ride. Were you or something? What do you, yeah. Yeah, tail Yeah, it was yeah. actually, yeah, it was flow. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a free bike is insane. Your first free bike, that's oh, crazy. I'm yeah. sure. Because of what? They're, like, three, four hundred bucks, yeah. right? Yeah. It's expensive. They call yeah. it factory sponsored back then? Yeah, that's yeah. right, factory sponsored. Yeah. yeah. So and, you're getting free bikes, you're going on these tours. Yeah, in the summer. And, like, in high school, I started meeting Andy Jenkins. Oh, yeah. And uh, Lou were running. Do you know Lou? Do you know who he is? He's mm. anyway. He he's around every now and then. He'll, okay. he'll, he basically wrote. He he. They wrote. They worked at the the BMX magazine Freestyling when I was a teenager. Mm. Mm-hmm. But Lou also is an old friend of ours, and he write he wrote all the like whenever we need like a a slogan for a a coffee mug or a hat or a, a tour name. Oh, we like Lou. We need a uh, we need a, you know like. High fives up the I five. Oh, and okay, okay, got you. This one all hopped up on the brown stuff. Right, right. <laughs> Megan emails Lou. It's like we need we need a name for tour and you know, oh wow. And we trade him hats with him like girl oh. and chocolate hats. <laughs> He'll send us like twenty five names yeah. of tours. Give me his number. We need, yeah. we, need <laughs> we need some ideas over yeah, here. So, yeah, that's so. Yeah, Lou and Andy, I got to know them in you know through in high school when I was writing on the for on these uh, going on these summer tours right. and and through Rockville and. And they had this magazine called Freestyling, which was mm-hmm. like the coolest BMX magazine. And they just they were writers, and they wrote the magazine just from that point of view of being writers oh, for okay. other writers. And in my senior year, I started writing for them. Right, and uh, and then like the day after uh, the day after final exams, of high school, I moved out here and started oh. working at the magazine with those oh, guys. Oh wow! Oh, so it was based in LA, and you were just friends with those dudes. I got to know them, yeah, through the, the magazine okay. and write and being a writer. Oh wow! And, yeah. So you were you started off writing? You weren't even taking photos for them or, or filming or anything? No, I started off as a writer. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I started off. Yeah, I was writing as a write writer for the magazine. Then I started writing. Writer writing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Video came later. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. I but, but, but I brought, I had, I did have my, my mom gave me her Olympus, so I brought a camera out, and I was mm. really into photography, mm. and, you know, so I was, I was always shooting photos, and when I got out here, I would just bring the camera, and, you know, I'd go, I'd go riding with mm-hmm. other, you know, other, you know, other dudes, and yeah. on the weekends, and start shooting photos and skating and you know shooting photos of skaters Sick. and sort of through just like bring my camera around, being up around other photographers, like, mm-hmm. it was almost like going to photo school, because you're around, like, the the girl who shot all the photos for the magazine her name was Wendy Osborne oh. and she was a great photographer and then there's uh you know oh you remember do you know oh Otis Bartholomew yeah. oh he still shoots yeah yeah he was shooting you know he, a lot of the trans world guy like him and Todd Swank we mm. knew them and okay I moved out here when I was 17 so like around 18 I started shooting I was shooting skating a lot more started sending my photos to trans world Okay. And um, getting photos in Transworld. Oh, so they would start. Were they running them right away, or would they give you notes like, "Oh, maybe no, no, they were they were running them right away because because wow. I was I was shoot. I mean, because I at that point I'd already was like shooting photos. Like because we were shoot. I was shooting the first time I shot Mark Gonzalez was for our magazine for mm. this magazine we called we had called Homeboy. Okay. And it was like this sort of skate BMX music. Oh. Almost like a, a large format newsprint color mag. We only did like seven issues, and then the publisher stopped printing it. So I, oh. I was already shooting skating a lot, and so I sent a bunch of those photos. So you had like the distribution for the magazine, or were you guys just kind of? No, it was yeah. This company called Wizard Publications. Oh, okay. This guy Bob Osborne, who was kind of like he, he, you know, he he, and his whole thing. I mean, in a way, he had a big effect on on us all because hmm. he hired Andy Jenkins off of a, a thank you Andy Jenkins had written a had uh, entered a drawing contest at the magazine oh, wow. and written him a thank you note and 
Bob Osborne liked the way he wrote the thank you note, and he was an, Andy Jenkins was an illustrator. Yeah. He called him up like a year later, and he's like, hey, this is Bob Osborne, and everyone knew who Bob Osborne okay. was. He was like this sort of mystical figure. He was like kind of <laughs> right. made these magazines, and and he was a real artist, and mm-hmm. like so everything kind of had a feeling in his, you know, where all the other magazines in the BMX world were like, almost like trade publications or something okay. and this was like standard issue yeah and these right. were like artistic and the photography was beautiful and oh, the, wow. it was written by like you know written just in you know like written by a writer so yeah. it wasn't trying to explain anything to anybody gotcha. and uh but anyways he called andy he's like hey andy um this is bob osborne and he's andy is like 20 in like college in in colorado and he's like uh, yeah, hi, Bob Osborne. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, How'd you get my number? Yeah, <laughs> and and uh, he, he and he's like, we're starting a um, a new magazine. I wanted to interview. I wanted to see if you wanted to interview for a job as the editor of it. Wow. And he was start, They had the magazine BMX Action at the time, and then they were starting freestyling. Okay. And Andy was like, well, I'm not a writer or an editor. I'm an illustrator. And he's like, yeah, I know, but I just like the way you wrote your letter, and I thought I like the tone of the writing. And so he hired Andy off of that, and and then they hired me off the same way, just basically just like you know my things I'd sent them and crazy. And so the, like, yeah, he kind of set the tone for like not you don't hire professionals, right. you hire people that you hire are, pen pals. You hire pen pals, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, I think I still work that way. I, I'll hire you know I'll, it doesn't matter if somebody has like the most experience in the world okay. or no experience if they get it and they have the sensibility that I am. That makes me excited. Yeah, so, like I, I think, yeah, I always think about that because okay. I still feel, I feel like it's all those people that like I sort of grew up under. I feel like mm. still like so just help me create the way I work, the way I make movies now, yeah, the way yeah. I do things. Well, I'll send still... you a thank you note after the show. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> could, maybe that'll you know, like, tell guy... my career. You know, I don't <laughs> this know. I can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, DM. But uh, oh, so then, so you, so you're working with it. But didn't you and Andy Jenkins, you started your own magazine though, right? You started. We uh, did, yeah, a couple years later, like Dirt or something. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Me and Andy and Lou started a magazine called Dirt. All BMX. No, that was not BMX at all. That was more like like what we were doing it with the first magazine, Humble It was like oh. we were just starting to write. This was like when we we're like probably around twenty now. This was like also a lot of at the same time like I was always doing many things at once like I'd be like shooting skate photos and starting to shoot all worlds photos like like when world first started um then they were in Torrance too so we knew Rocco he ran some ads in our magazine when he first started world and so yeah but we started that magazine dirt at the same time like I was making like rubbish sheep and video days okay. and stuff like that right, and right. doing the ads at world and rubbish sheep was like your first video that you did right yeah 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 did they just say yeah make, make this video yeah, that, i mean like the company wanna... was so small at that point the company was probably like four or five employees oh wow. you know and like the team was like really small too like and it just as we were making that video rocco you know signed jeremy and ron and mm-hmm. found those they were like 17 and you know so it was starting to grow but like you know at the beginning it was like jason Mike Fillaly, mm-hmm. Jesse Martinez, when it's all like SMA World Industries. SMA World Industries, yeah. yeah. And so that's yeah. I, I think you know I shot most of their first ads, and yeah, I remember there's one we were just like we needed an ad. Rock was like we need an ad, and we're at the office, and there's like the, a parking lot, a, a little, the littlest gap is like okay. a little. Yeah. And so Jason did a 360 flip, and Mike Fillaly did a half cab. Uh, backside grab and it was just a sequence like a little half page okay it was one of the first 
ad to be ran. Did you? Was it uh, off a of video? Clips no, or? no, no, no sequence, sequence film. Oh, okay. Yeah, thirty-five oh, wow. millimeter. How many? How many uh, rolls did it take? <laughs> <laughs> I would say those. They probably didn't take that many. Yeah. they weren't that hard tricks. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the gap was a little small. Little it was gap. small. Yeah. I mean, there's so much shit. It's like I'm talking. It's. It, 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 I, I think somebody was talking about it. Oh, I think Mark Johnson was talking about it mm. when, like three months like is feels like a year and a half like so much yeah, shit happens sure. so like so much like i moved out here on a 17 and just things are you know I'm, we're meeting new people we're meeting sin who was the guy that ran airwalker when i met grant Britton at trans world and i started okay. shooting for him then i'm suddenly like you know driving down to oceanside and going to the the trans world office and showing him grant my photos and oh. you know and like and Grant's like saying, oh, well, here's, you know, this is, you know, I've tried to use this lens or this angle or this, you know, I started using a strobe, you know, oh, wow. a flash, uh, you know, a, a slave unit for other flashes. Oh, yeah, and the, the peanut. peanut. The yeah. peanut, yeah, yeah. And like all, and you know, he's just, it was cool because like as a photographer, you pick up so much from other people, mm. you, you know, like, you know, like whether it's like, oh, and Swank and it's like black and white sort of raw or like right. Grant who... Grant was the one who was like much more articulate about mm. like the rules of photography mm -hmm. and like you know because you kind of as a skater you kind of intuitively know you want to show where they took off and where they landed and you want to find the the right angle. There's right. A, always an angle mm -hmm. yeah. that makes the trick look correct. As you yeah. know, it's like yeah. the the trick looks proper or like you know totally in the the spot looks right. And but Grant would like articulate it all and he mm. was like, oh, th we're not going to run this photo because his his hands cropped and like. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he like, cut his fingers off. Or yeah, cut his, his fingers head. off. Yeah. And like, no way. And yeah, he was really into composition. So he'd talk about he'd talk about all that stuff, where, and mm. in a way where like, I don't know, it was cool because like you'd meet all these different photographers, and uh, and they, you know, everyone was super generous, and would talk, except Dan Sturt. Oh, Dan yeah. Sturt was like <laughs> he was like the the best of all of us. He was like by far like on another level. Yeah, but he was like notoriously secretive about all his stuff. Still is. Still right. is. Yeah. 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 And. Uh, I mean, he's he he's amazing. Right, he's right. he's like a another level. He, yeah. And when I met Ty, actually, he reminded me of of Sturt okay. in a way, just because okay. like he was a, like a one man army, like yeah. and yeah, Ty with all his equipment and like actually, yeah. I mean, I'm jumping all over the place, no, but that was yeah. when Ty came to Girl and we started doing Yeah Right, and I'd go out with them. It was like a different. I was like, whoa, this is like Bondo and Signs and <laughs> Sawzall. This guy's getting shit done. Yeah, yeah. trust me, like, I was thinking the same thing. Like, like, whoa, like, what the hell is this? <laughs> it was sick. Crazy. I was yeah. It was like, and I mean, it was it was like, it felt like sort of where what we'd done like because like on the blind video like we got hardware store lights and uh, you know uh, oh. mm -hmm. unscrewed some sockets in a mall and would light up a spot, but okay. like. Mm. That was like, you know, he took it to a whole other level. Of Seriously. Like, yeah, when I saw him like sawing off shit on, like you go one, on, a, on like a, a Sunday night and saw off the knobs. <laughs> yeah. So then yeah, it, it, come we back go back Monday day, night yeah. and like everyone skated. I mean, yeah. he is just like one speed go. That's cool. I just watched his new video. And it's so cool when like that he like he keeps finding guys that will go on his tempo and yeah. on his rhythm and yeah. like those guys and gave him everything. everything you know he gave them the opportunity and then they gave it back for to him. sure they're hungry man yeah, yeah. yeah sure. so how long well how old were you when you did rubber sheep i was probably like 19. okay so you'd only been here a couple of years yeah and then all of a sudden you're doing rubber sheep yeah well that happened i mean how'd you pick up a video camera so like i was always trying to make things on video cam you know with video and like but back then we'd edit all in camera so you'd like there's no we didn't know how to edit 
just go back and record over yeah so you'd be like you'd you'd have to have somebody stand there and you're like okay two seconds from now and you push the button the tape would start yeah yeah and then they like they want to and then they start moving right and so sometimes they'd be like standing there for a second frozen and (laughs) it was did you do that uh i never really did that you always started you always edited i just kept shooting and kept shooting and then figured out later like Basically VCR to VCR. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't, didn't you get do the, you didn't do the VCR to VCR. Not until we did Rubbish Heap. I think that was oh. the first time because on Rubbish Heap. So what happened was we were skating one day and we were uh, skating and I asked Rocco, I was like, "Are you going to do a video?" And he said, "Yeah, I want to, but I don't have time to do it." Because um, right, you know, at the time it was like four people, so he was doing a lot of stuff himself. He was yeah. like going to the factory and doing the you know, doing the money stuff, doing the boards, right. doing the team kind of the team manager until rodney sort of took that over and okay. you know he was it was a real startup a real like small company and uh he he's like he didn't ha- you know he said he didn't have time but if i wanted to do it you know i could do it and i was like yeah that'd be amazing okay and he gave me the credit card we're at at the spot at the redondo pier he's like yeah here take the credit card and go buy some stuff <laughs> no way yeah <laughs> didn't and, even say like don't spend too much or nope. no <laughs> no there was nothing like world had no rules it was like right. crazy <laughs> crazy lawless i mean it was like he was kind of like willy wonka but the most mischievous <laughs> yeah. devious version they called his credit card company like, yeah my card got stolen about the camera yeah and the crazy thing i was also thinking we all had keys to the office too which is kind of crazy like who gives the skaters keys to the company yeah right <laughs> keys to the castle like, and yeah and like yeah. we would like i remember one night me and Nottis going out and we went out like drinking all night and then like after the bars closed we drove we were like we wanted to steal uh bus bench posters okay and so we got an allen key and drilled out the center so there's a, like a sp- little hole yeah and we stole all these guest posters like of like <laughs> Uh, like Claudia Schiffer and oh okay wow and, oh and, right uh, yeah and, you know, from the so, and then we went to girl and I'm not girl uh, went to world and went in at like six in the morning and just uh, taped them all over the office <laughs> so like the entire really? all the halls and art department was all lined with them and they looked amazing like just Claudia it. Schiffer Claudia Schiffer like, wow but uh, yeah anything went there really yeah. so yeah so anyways he gave me the credit card and I looked. Uh, and this was like obviously pre-internet, so I went to the newsstand and bought a magazine called Consumer Reports. Okay. And uh, I like researched cameras and prices oh, and wow. the edit system and went and bought bought the stuff. How much? Wow. How much did you spend? You think? Do I you think remember? I bet you know a few thousand dollars. Few thousand bucks. I, bet, yeah. like, probably. I mean, back then that's a, that's was, a decent amount of money. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Be yeah. way more. This episode is brought to us by AG1. It is very important to me that the supplements I take are of the highest quality, and that's why for years I have been drinking AG1. Unlike many supplement brands out there, AG1 conducts relentless testing to set the standard for purity and potency. It's also researched and developed by an in-house team of scientists, doctors, and nutritionists with decades of experience in their respective fields. I know that I can trust what's in every scoop of AG1 because it's tested for 950 contaminants and banned substances, while the industry standard, guess what, typically only tested for 10. That's why the Nine Club has partnered with AG1 for so long, because they make such a high-quality product that I genuinely look forward to drinking every day. So if you want to replace your multivitamin and more, start with AG1. Try AG1 and get your free one-year supply of vitamin D3 plus K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first subscription at drinkag1.com slash nine club. All you got to do in your URL, type drinkag1.com slash nine club at checkout. Go give it a try. Were you nervous like starting this video and or did you just, I mean, 
you're young, right? So you don't really care. There no. had to be a little bit of pressure, right? I mean... Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I had a weird... I don't think I was nervous, really. No. It was more like... Excited? I mean, part of it was like... I was just... Yeah, I was always excited to do something new, learn okay. something new, you know. And it just felt natural, too. I was skating with Ron and Jeremy every day. And, right. like, uh, you know, skated with Rodney every night. He he would only skate at, like, 11, 12 at night. And I'd go <laughs> over to his house. He lived with Rocco when okay. he was skating at the Safeway by his house. And... So it was uh, it was kind of already natural, and mm-hmm. I didn't know some of the guys that well. Like I said, I think I only filmed Jesse Martinez one day, and he was so cool, but like also like was that the stuff on the ramp. Yeah, in oh, Venice, right here. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, I like that Roger's here because Roger like you <laughs> encyclopedia. He fills he fills in the blanks yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that yeah. wooden yeah. ramp though is sick. Yeah. yeah, and he was he was rad, but yeah, so it kind of felt natural, and I also like. I don't know. I think like I kind of looked at it all like doing a new trick. You know what I mean? Yeah, like okay. it was like trying to do something you couldn't do before. It was like I think I grew up thinking Evil Knievel was who you wanted to be. Mm, you know, okay, like yeah. you know, like you like aim your motorcycle at like a two hundred foot long fountain and just, <laughs> just go, 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 yeah. go for it. <laughs> and so like I was always gravitated towards those kind of people, okay. whether it was like Mark Gonzalez or Matt Hoffman or like people like that. That was like. And so I think, you know, in my way, like not like that I have ever rode a mega ramp like, you know, Matt Hoffman. Or, <laughs> yeah. But like in my way, I just like, I think that's how I looked at all this okay. stuff. It's like, oh, I'm going to make a video. Okay. It's going to be good. I'm going to steer yeah. this, this video camera at 50 miles an hour at this right. video. And, <laughs> wow. And like, yeah. So, I mean, I think that it was all about, and I still feel that way. I still feel like I just want to try to do something I don't know how to do yeah. and put myself into a situation where I don't know if I can pull it off or not. And right. And even the movies are like, like the last movie we did with her, where like mm-hmm. it's a relationship between a man and a, a voice. And like, yeah. can you make a romantic, uh, can you make a story where two characters fall in love where you never see one of them? Yeah. And through that whole thing, I didn't know if it would work. It, it could have easily not worked. Yeah, and it could have flopped, right? It just, it or just, just the, the yeah, story, you wouldn't feel it. Just, you yeah. wouldn't feel it. Yeah. Okay. Right. And like, in terms of working to me is like do you feel it or not feel it yeah. and that's always the goal and uh, yeah so like I, I think I still kind of approach things like I remember in the hot chocolate in the hot chocolate video yeah uh, the interview that Mark Johnson says like say he says something like where he's like uh, and Roger maybe you can help me with this he says something like <laughs> if it's not new I don't even want to go out or I don't want to skate if it's not you know what I'm talking yeah. about yeah he, I basically said that pretty much it's got to be new or else I don't want to do it and I feel like I relate to that in that like I want to put myself in a situation that I don't I don't know if this idea will work it's yeah. an idea that I'm excited about and I have a, this sort of little inkling that it could work mm-hmm. and back then obviously it wasn't like when I was 19 it wasn't like I wasn't aware of thinking that I was more just like doing it like you know what I mean yeah, when you're that yeah. age you're not you're not like uh analyzing anything like you, but I mean still it's man. like you know rubbish heap her it's like there's a lot of money riding on this mo- <laughs> this, this movie that yeah. you know spikes eh, it may not work but let's give it a shot yeah. yeah but I really that's that is I don't care like don't it's care. the okay. same to me <laughs> right it's the same to me I, I don't want to lose somebody's money well, of like course. I, of course like right. they're, they're the people that I respect and but uh, yeah, but you must have read the script and be like, all right, I can do this. Which well, one? You, you, you wrote or, it, right? 
Yeah, you kind of, I don't know, I'm sure it's the same way. There's days where you're like, this is going to be amazing, it's going to work. And other days you're like, this is never going to work. Yeah. This is fucking crazy that okay. <laughs> anybody trusted me. I should give, like, I remember the day after the day I watched the first cut of it, like, we finished shooting. So I'd been working on it for like a couple years at that okay. point in terms of scripting and yeah. uh, writing and you know, shooting it and all that. And I watched the cut and I'm like, this is, a, this was a terrible idea for a movie. Wow. This was a, I should just, we should probably stop editing and at least save the rest of the money. That and give them back the money and just close this office down and because right. yeah. it because it, it felt it just didn't feel like what I wanted it to feel okay. like and right. obviously that's always happens it's it's called the assembly it's like uh, mm. when everything just strung out everything you shot is is strung out and it's usually like on like on some of the movies on the, a movie I did called adaptation was like mm-hmm. four hours long the first assembly oh wow so it's like just like doesn't feel like anything it feels like cardboard is what yeah. it feels yeah. like. like there's no pacing there's no like thing that sucks you in yeah. you haven't put the music in you obviously you have need sound to, isn't even there yeah but you have yeah. to shape it you have to like go in it's like this like raw blob of clay right and then you yeah. have to in our movies we also edit for like a year so like yeah. we like you know then you sculpt it with all this footage into the shape and it's crazy um wow Jeez. but yeah no so yeah, anyways yeah there's days where yeah you're yeah it's not gonna work and it's, but on every project, or not every project, sometimes you just say they come together and like, wow, that worked. I have a relationship with uh, Alexa, you know. Yeah, I go, <laughs> I ask her, I wake up, yeah. I, how are you doing today? She, mm-hmm. I'm doing good, how are you, how's the weather, you know? Uh, what time is it, you know, mm-hmm. how's the traffic? And it's good, you guys are tight. Does she ever ask you anything? <laughs> We're good. We're tight. She gets you. It's going good, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's kind of one-sided, but, uh, you, know, she, yeah. you know, we play games together, you know? But, um, so you do Rubbish Heap. That yeah. that's a great video, and then what's that's it? Great. Two. Oh, it's, I, that's only, it's such a fun like video. It's just like it is a rubbish heap. It's just a pile of it's oh. just a, sh- a pile of shit. Like we had, <laughs> like in a in the best way. Yeah. Like I think we wanted. Like we just put in like there's this. They're just raw. It's just yeah. raw. And yeah. There's like you know just things. We just put in things to make us laugh. Like Billy. Uh, Billy Waldman. Billy Waldman does like a layback grind that we slowed down to like a minute and a half long. And like <laughs> just like. Or like, what's the kid's name? Chris, the little Chris, Chris, um, Chris Branagh. Branagh yeah. Yeah. Chris Branagh's, you know, we're, me and Ron and Jeremy went up and stayed with them in Modesto for a weekend film stuff. And then we made his brother eat a worm and like, <laughs> you know, then he vomits and the dog eats oh, the yeah. vomit. Yeah. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, so it was yeah. kind of just like, the name is so apt for that. It was mm-hmm. just like, mm-hmm. uh, let's, let's make something that just like feels like this like world at that moment. Yeah. But they liked it, right? The, it, it was well received down there at, at World and everything. I guess so. Yeah. I, mean, I watched it like thirty times when I got it. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love that video. Okay, good. No, I'm not saying it was Actually, bad. I own the name on the web the, the website. You what? I own rubbersheep.com. Oh, sick. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it's a bad video, but I just it's it, and also it's like my first video. Yeah. I got to learn how to do it, and right. I was like, it's 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 awesome. But the, the aesthetic of it is so. Uh, is 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 funny when you're like it's a great video yeah and you're like and, wait a minute it was rubbish uh, it was rubbish <laughs> it was a rubbish heap yeah yeah in terms of being received like mm-hmm. back then there was no reception you know like when we, we put out the blind video you guys didn't do a premiere I don't know we definitely didn't do a premiere <laughs> yeah, and right. and like I don't remember even I don't even remember it coming out I just remember like finishing it and getting the boxes printed and oh. stuff like that like and then like and then. Like the box, I remember wanting to wanting to feel like a bootleg video, so I called the guy who had had at the dubbing place uh-huh. who had done the other uh, done our first video, and I asked him if he had any second any boxes that were fucked up that were like that were like seconds that oh. he couldn't sell. Yeah, he he said, yeah, I have these ones that were supposed to be black, but the ink didn't stick to them and they're kind of gray and. 
Um, so I was like, okay, cool. I got these stickers and so I want to send you the stickers. And, and he sent me one as a sample and it was this gray box. And, and I made the stink, the stickers, uh, with just, I took, was I put the my blind video. Yeah. The blind video. Yeah. Mm. And I took, uh, photos off the screen. Mm-hmm. I just I was gonna color slides yeah. off, the, off the screen of, of, of some of the images and then made this sticker with the three images on it at Kinko's and printed up, you know, or maybe not Kinko's, but some printing place where you could yeah, do like a couple yeah, thousand yeah. of them and then sent them to the guy. And the guy at the dubbing place had to, he's like, he called me back after. He's like, I think we underbid this job because I didn't realize we had to peel like 6,000 stickers. Yeah, <laughs> wow. This is not normally how we make the videos. Right. Yeah. So anyways, I just, I remember like that, I remember finishing it oh. making the sort of bootleg like covers and, and then I remember like getting them. I was like, this is so cool. We have these and just like holding it in your hand. Yeah. And then I don't remember anything. Like, I don't remember like any anything that came like i don't remember anyone yeah maybe over the next year or so i'd run into people and say oh yeah we saw that video because well, that would be the only way that you would hear things yeah. is just you'd by get a spot and face yeah. to face yeah. right there wasn't like it wasn't an la times article was it, like, it was reviewing the reviewing <laughs> no. blind, blind video but base. even in the magazines they didn't write they about didn't skate write, videos yeah. Yeah. They, huh. you know so there wasn't like that kind of attention paid to skate right. videos they were yeah. just like but i mean the blind video days i mean the most yeah it's like the most famous video, like of all time, almost. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's I don't, crazy. And that definitely didn't happen, probably for you know five, ten years. Like, How long did it take you to shoot blind video days? Maybe like six months. Wow, and, but not crazy. even full time for sure. That's crazy. It'd be when I would say we did like thirty days of filming, maybe over the course of six months, something like that. Was it just you? I mean, without, did you have other help uh, filming it? Um, there was, I got some footage from other people okay. like Jake had, had, you know, he, he had filmed with Guy and Rudy some, yeah. so he, we, I can't remember who else had footage, but huh. yeah, it was mostly, mostly I shot it. Yeah. Too. How was filming with like little guy, like this little kid, right? Guy it was, was just... funny because he was like 13 or 14 at the time, mm-hmm. but just the coolest, like he didn't speak a lot. Right. And he was just like, you kind of knew he, he knew he was watching everything and knew what was what was cool and what was lame. And he was like, you kind of wanted to like him to think you were cool. Yeah. We were like, we were like 19 and 20, like me and Jason. And uh-huh. we were like, you know, the guy was just cool. But obviously Mark was the coolest. We all just like loved Mark. And, you know, he, you know, he had a huge, I, out of everybody, I've, you know, I think he's up there with and you know, with the, the people that have influenced me the most in oh, terms of the yeah. way he thinks and the way he lives his life mm-hmm. and he uh he thinks really abstractly and you know like yeah. I, like all the music in that video it was his, he 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 suggested the the, oh, the wow. Jackson 5 song for guy oh, really? like putting together like this is guy this young protege and this is Michael Jackson when he was a kid young protege oh, and like interesting the, the obviously the Coltrane song is like a mm-hmm. genius connection like that yeah. is the way Mark skates he right. skates yeah. like jazz and Crazy. improvisational but masterful yeah. and and Mark just like you know and at, at that time like skateboard videos were just punk rock music mostly or, yeah, yeah, or right. the Powell videos with their thing yeah just you know he made abstract connections always and mm-hmm. um, without any real rhyme or reason there wasn't like it, it, it was like that doesn't make sense but it totally makes sense right right what was the connection with the Milk song the Milk song oh that was Jeff Tremaine's yeah. band and Andy and Lou and uh I think um, they just recorded it. Like Andy and Lou and Jeff were in this band, and they recorded four songs, and so it was just such and I play, a great song. Yeah, I played it for too. Jason. Jason yeah. was into it, and so we used that. What about Jordan Richter's? Did you go out and have to film him on the ramp and stuff? I <laughs> yeah, because it was a totally different like yeah, the video. Yeah. It cuts yeah, to his I, part, and it's it, just this. Vert, yeah, it was only a few you know. days, probably, for oh. his part too. But yeah, the um, 
Yeah, we, we went down to San Diego at the skate park. You probably know the name of it. It's, it was like the one of the only vert. Mike McGill's? Yeah, Mike McGill's, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and the duck bond. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Damn, I'm so glad. Roger's, Roger's, yeah, I don't know. Roger's on point today. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to lean on you heavy. <laughs> we can do this. Yeah, but uh, yeah. When you guys started uh, shooting for video days, was Danny Way still on the team? Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was on the team. He, you know, for that, this is like footage of him in Paris. Yeah, at the ponds. He came. We, went, we had a Europe yeah. trip. We all went to Munster. That was a ridiculous trip because it was all the world guys and all the blind guys, and we rented all, a bunch of Mercedes Benz cars and like, you know. And so we all that world credit card. Yeah. Yeah. The world, and, yeah. Oh yeah, actually yeah. the world Seriously. credit card. Like so, we went to the contest and then we split off and we went to film with me, Mark, Jason, okay, and Danny. And Mark's girlfriend was with us. And somehow we ended up with a bunch of bags that weren't ours, like Ron Chapman's duffel bag and a couple other people's duffel bags. And so uh, we kept having, we, we were like hauling them around and like going from like, you know, going to Amsterdam and to Paris. And uh, and I remember when we had to switch cars. Danny's also 13 at the time. He's the 13 year old oh, kid from San Diego and okay. like hates all the food we're eating and also we don't have cash we didn't know none of us had cash and we didn't have cash cards so we all we had was the credit the company credit oh, card wow. yeah. so, so we could only eat together we could only eat together and yeah. only eat at places to take credit cards and mark mm. of course like i know this really great restaurant and like it would be some obscure place and like cash the north side or... of paris no it would be like a really fancy place oh, fancy like, oh wow. mark was really into fancy yeah, restaurants <laughs> and, yeah and like we had never Those vision days spoiled them yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and we never you know we had never eaten it you know me and jason for sure were like wow this is amazing yeah. what is this called and he, you know until so we're eating all this great food and danny hates it all and danny's like fuck this i'm going to fucking mcdonald's and so like we're having this, like the little cash we have, we sort of piled it together and we have to like take Danny to McDonald's after we go to the fancy restaurant. Wow. <laughs> but I remember Danny, he just wasn't into it. He wasn't mm. into, you know, I think Mark, you know, Mark was giving, Mark gives everybody shit. Like Mark, depending on his mood, okay. not now, but like back then when, he, when we were kids, yeah. he was just, you never knew when he was going to be when he was going to push your buttons. He was okay. really good at pushing really? your buttons. Oh. He was pushing Danny Way's buttons. He's pushing Danny Way's buttons. <laughs> pushing all our buttons. Okay. But like, we could, we, we, we could handle it a little more because we were like 19 and he right. was 13. Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> Mark's just picking on this 13-year-old kid. Oh but, uh, you know, but Danny is like, I mean, even at that age, was yeah. like astounding, yeah. astoundingly amazing skateboarder. He also, I remember, he was the first person I saw Ollie differently. Oh. Like, he was like, there was a, like, he was the first person that snapped his ollies. He didn't scoop his ollies. Okay. And I remember on vert specifically, he yeah. popped his his ollies. And it was the same thing I actually remember when uh, Paul Rodriguez and Jeremy, um, Rogers. Jeremy Rogers yeah. got on, on Girl. They did kickflips different from from everybody yeah. that I'd skated with. Did you ever yeah. notice that? Right. <laughs> they just go up. Yeah, and they're, the way they, they it's like. their ankle yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, they yeah. flick their ankle and the board. Yeah. It's not an ollie and then a kickflip. It was just, it was one thing and the board just comes up. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was like, I could tell that they learned to kickflip before they learned to ollie or so, at the same time. Right. As opposed to they had to relearn how to ollie with a kickflip in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah. I, was, I remember like seeing different people like that coming to skateboarding and it's like, oh, skateboarding's now changed. Mm-hmm. And the same with Danny. You could tell, okay, skateboarding changed. Now, once I've seen Danny way skate, Skateboarding's right. now going to be different. Oh, okay. And even at 13, yeah. you could tell. Or maybe man. you're just around Mark Gonzalez's kickflip for too long. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. You just saw something <laughs> yeah, different. Maybe. You're like, wow. No, but even is, like uh, Jeremy Klein and Ron oh, Chapman, yeah, okay. like all that, that era of, of kickflips were... just the way they Yeah, did and it, like, yeah. And, you know, and even Mike Carroll, who had really, you know, 
really crispy kickflips. Mm-hmm. Yep. He did them different than when when you saw Paul Rodriguez right. do them. Okay. And I think it's different if you learn to ollie and then later you learn to kickflip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, you could just see it in the way they kickflip. Do right. you know what I'm talking about? I know you're talking about I experienced it growing up. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, how the fuck do you flip this thing? And could you see, when you saw, like, Paul Rodriguez and that sort of generation of Oh, yeah, skaters, it's like, damn, that looks so sick. It's, yeah. yeah, it looked yeah. like a different trick, kind of. Kind of, yeah. Just really subtly. Yeah. Well, kickflips back then were, like, a lot slower, probably. Yeah. Like, Mark Gonzalez, he was, like, slower kickflips. And Paul and everyone now, the newer generations, like, flick really fast, catch it, hold on to it. Yeah. 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 I'm old. I don't know. <laughs> I remember when kickflips were different. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought about that. I mean, I grew up literally like I'm like the same age as Paul, so like that's the only kickflips that I knew. Yeah, it was just to learn it like that. It's also but, the evolution yeah. of boards too. Yeah, yeah, they got that's true thinner. Yeah. yeah, that's true. So the blind video took what'd you say six months, thirty days? Oh of yeah, filming, we were in probably. Germany though. I mean, oh yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Go a ahead. couple of stories about that was like Danny. So Danny was over it like about a week into the trip. He was right. like. I want to go home. I'm over this. And I think that's kind of when he quit. Like oh, it was, really? Yeah, I think he didn't quit like in the airport when we put him on the plane, but yeah. Soon after. <laughs> like, soon after that, right. yeah. And I don't think, I just don't think it was the right fit. Yeah. But uh, How did, how did yeah. Dan get on blind? Because I heard a, a rumor that Trinesky made a bet with uh, Rocco. I don't know. <laughs> to me, I think, I mean, for, I don't think that would have happened because I don't think Mark would do anything unless he felt it. And I, I think know. Mark loved the way Danny skated. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, he was, you know, I think... Yeah, Mark just gravitated toward, like, Javante was on Bond for yeah. a while, too. Mm-hmm. And, like, he just gravitated towards skaters that he loved. And, like, Mark doesn't do anything for any other reason than it feels right, right to him. Right, and right. so I think Danny got on just because Mark loved the oh. way he skated. But, uh, but there could have been other stories, too. But I know, like, even if that happened, Mark wouldn't have put anybody on yeah. without... Like, like, made sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Danny, uh, I remember, like, so he's, like we have all of... Um, all these other bags with us and Danny wants to fly home from Paris. Okay. And so we're like, Danny, we take all these, take these bags and we'll check them in. You just have to, all you have to do is when you get, you know, put them on your cart when you get to the airport, somebody from world will pick you up and take all the bags. Okay. He's like, no, I'm not taking them. I want to take them. And he was like, a little brat. Huh? He was a 13 year old brat. Yeah. I say this with all due respect. He was 13. <laughs> I, and, I, I, you know, yeah. like, and he's like Danny way, like two times skater of the year <laughs> amazing and I've, every time i've seen him also as a man he's like yeah. a man right so i say this but he, jason and him got in the biggest fight in the middle of the airport he's like just take the bags don't be a baby he's like i'm not taking them and like we're <laughs> no in this French airport and um and we could and danny wouldn't take the bags we had to like find some way to ship them home oh, no. but uh but yeah, that was it. Was pretty sick to be able to like see Danny Way at that age skate and go to a- any spot, and he would just look re- natural, cl- natural, clean, powerful, wow. um, and technical. But so yeah, the rest of that trip though was just like, I mean, we were really just following Mark. That whole video mm. really is about just following him and his spirit, and okay. like just trying to capture. And I, I, I and. and I, now looking back on it, I think I had a little bit of an intention, like as a, like a filmmaker, but yeah. I would have never known it at the time. But like the rubbish heap was really trying to capture the world aesthetic, and like the blind video, I think I was trying to capture what it felt like to be around Mark and okay. sort of randomness and magic and sort of mystery mm. and unknown. And and I remember like really wanting that video to be short, wanting it to be as short as possible. Oh, oh. so it felt like you want more. Yeah, you, you you barely got to see into yeah. the crack. But yeah, so we were just following him around Europe, basically. And he's like, I know a spot. And he, you know, and I remember one, we didn't have any cash. So we were, that, that was like the, the big thing was that we had no cash, yeah. just the company credit card. And we were in Paris 
and there a a, a a a guy like hit our mirror off or hit our tail light or something like <laughs> oh, that wow. and we got out mark basically was like it went from the guy yelling at Mark in French yeah. to Mark saying that like, well, you know, we won't, you know, you ruin our rental car and we're going to need to, you know, now we're going to have to pay for it. And we're not insured. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you need to give us money or, or or we'll call the police. And the guy ended up giving us like $500. No way. In, in French, in French francs. Yeah. That's incredible. Because he didn't want the cops called. But like somehow like Mark turned it in and there because I'm okay, we got cash for another week no. now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right. You're not Just worried about the car. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, well, the world's going to take care no, of that. Yeah, yeah world's going to take, you know, maybe, yeah, insurance. Yeah, incredible. we definitely, we've already driven the car through like a cornfield at like 80 miles an hour. Like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I love it. Where's that yeah. footage? You know, what's funny is we didn't film a lot of it. Really? We were just like. Just fucking around. Yeah, just like on the autobahn driving from Germany to Amsterdam in a Mercedes. In a Mercedes, <laughs> yeah. and next to a cornfield, and I just like I was driving. I was like, "That's I thought we could drive through that cornfield." <laughs> and, then, and we roll, drop in on the thing. I killed everyone. I know. Yeah, that's a fucked up thing. Is when you think back as being an adult, like now, and you're like, the amount of times could have hit a tra a tractor in the middle of the field. Yeah, that's true, right? You can't see where you're going. Yeah, it's like. 10 feet of yeah. Thing. Yeah. Is that kind of where you got the idea to do the whole car thing uh, at the end of, or the whole, during the blind video days? No, that was, that was, because uh, also the other thing, so Mark just turned, like Jason lived with Mark and like mm-hmm. he turned us in onto like movies and music and all this, oh, okay. you know, all this stuff. And one of the movies he, uh, he showed us was Harold and Maude. You ever mm-hmm. see that movie? Mm-hmm. And I love, I mean, so it's funny because it's one of my favorite movies now, but Mark showed it to us when we were like, you know, around that age, okay. 19, 20 at his house one night. And uh, at the end, he drives a car off the cliff, Got and, you. and so okay. in our heads, that was Mark. Mark said, "We got to, you know, buy this car, and we'll drive it off the uh, cliff oh, at the perfect. end." And so in our heads, you know, like in that movie, the cliff's like you know, four hundred feet tall, and mm-hmm. it's a big explosion. So that's what we were aiming for. It's yeah. like you didn't really get that. We didn't but quite you... get that. <laughs> <laughs> but it yeah. was still cool because, like, like you said, like the video was short, but it had this kind of like little ongoing skit or whatever mm-hmm. through it, which was kind of cool. It wasn't too long and drawn out. Like it was just. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. Then the car's done. The video's, you know, they're all dead. You know, the, 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 <laughs> yeah. the credits are scrolling up. Yeah. It was great. Yeah, yeah. I thought they were dead at first because I was a kid, <laughs> yeah. you know, and that was my first video I had ever watched. And so what, video what, 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 what did you think? I thought they were dead. <laughs> the whole team was dead? I thought the whole team was dead. But you that's think just... they died in a car wreck? Yeah. Wow. Well, you had the. No, my goddamn... mom thought the same thing. Oh, I, sent some, I sent it to my mom. She was so sad. She, she was like, sad. They died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm just a little kid in Santa Monica, and I, you know, it's my first video. Yeah. I ever How watched. old were you? Uh, probably. Well, I was 15. I wasn't a little kid. I yeah. started skating when I was 15. Yeah. So, but yeah, gullible 15 uh, year old thought the dudes were <laughs> well, dead. I didn't. It's know, on. Didn't it's know. on the TV. So it's, it's real. Dead, I believe so it. Dead. Yeah. I loved yeah. it though, and the song at the end was like, per, it was all like slow yeah. and sad. Yeah, again, cool. Mark found that from this. Uh, it's from the soundtrack of Paris, Texas. Okay, I think it's Ry Cooter, maybe. Didn't like Sonic Youth, like yeah. see the video and like track you down or something? Yeah, to, like, I mean, not only did they video? see it, but even better than that, Mark had gone to a Sonic Youth show at the Palladium up on Sunset, and uh, afterwards, and Mark always had like shit. Like he 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 was like always like seeing. You know, we'd be like across, you know, across the street and about two blocks away, he'd be like, oh, there's Kevin Bacon. And he'd skate over and get Kevin Bacon to sign his shoe or something oh, wow. like that. Yeah. Like he just said like, all like, or he'd have zines in his, you know, he'd be, he'd just make a zine and, uh, you know, get, you know, see Winona Ryder at the newsstand and get her to sign it. Oh, and like, like just, but also like see it 
he just sees everything. He just see, the yeah. way he like he sees stuff. He has like it's almost like he has twenty eyes because he's seeing stuff up close and far away, and it's all like his Crazy. brain just works and is different than anybody yeah. else's brain. I know, but uh, yeah, he was driving. He'd gone gone to the show and he's leaving, and he saw Sonic Youth in the back parking lot, and he drove over and he's like, "Hey guys, we just made this video," and like, "Okay, cool." He's like later just gave him, <laughs> gave him blind video days yeah, yeah. and no so then they watch it on the tour bus and uh and and they were really into it and yeah so then i got a call uh, um, i live with megan in torrance oh okay and uh and i got a call on the entry machine from kim gordon and about you know working on this video how'd she how, track you down i know how random through the magazine i'm pretty sure it was through um the magazine we did called dirt mm-hmm. was published by the same company that did sassy and uh, there's this. She had a friend that was like that worked had worked for Sassy at some point mm, named okay. Daisy, and uh, and I think it was through Daisy Von Firth. So just weird, just connections. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so when you're I'm, tripping, you're like, dude, this is I'm I'm about to make a music video now. Yeah, this oh, is oh, great. I didn't, I didn't get I, I didn't direct it, which was probably better because I didn't know what. But I got oh, to. But they had the skating and everything. I got to shoot all it. the skating in ah, it. Yeah, and, okay. and the director's name Tamara Davis. And, ah, gotcha. Uh, so Tamara came and introduced me to Tamara, and who had done a bunch of their videos mm-hmm. before. And had done lots of videos, like you know, in the gotcha. late '80s, early '90s, like uh, Sonic Youth videos and Easy E videos, and oh, wow, all yeah. these videos. And so Tamra was really cool, though. Tamra, she said, "Yeah, come hang out with me as I make this video, and just you know, tag along and be, you know, come come hang out as much as you want." And so mm-hmm. I just basically went every day and wow. go to her house in the morning, and she, you know, we go location scouting. I just learned what all this stuff was. I learned what location scouting yeah. was. I learned what casting was. I learned what a production designer was. I learned, wow. uh, you know, oh, we got to use 16 millimeter film cameras for the first time. And uh-huh. the DP is named Mike Spiller, you know, taught me how to use this Canon Scoopic that I shot the skating with, or oh, this wow. Ari SR3, it's like a bigger camera. And, and Jason Guy were in it. And, the, you know, it's just, it's, so, yeah, we went, we filmed all the skating one day, me and Jason Guy, and then the band performing another day. And okay. Like, did you just film it and then give it to the editor? And did you know no, what it was gonna, no. Cool, no, because then Tamara's like, Tamara said, oh, oh, Tamara at that point was editing, would sometimes edit the videos herself. And okay. she's like, I don't have time to edit. Do you want to edit? Oh. And she had, she went the edit system, the same one, the three quarter, three quarter one we had at mm-hmm. World. And so I knew how to use it. And she's like, I'll just deliver this to my, you know, it'll be in my den at, at my house. And you just come over every day and edit. No and way. I'm, and she was making a movie at the time. So she'd go off and prep. She was in pre production on a film. And then at night, come, she'd come back to her house and I'd show her. The edit, and she oh. lived with Mike D. At, at the, you know, oh, they were together. Oh, wow. They're married, and um, so I was at their house. I was like suddenly it's so random, right? <laughs> yeah. Just yeah, like in in the den. Yeah, in the a den, video just like editing. Hey, away. Mike D. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, Tamara was just like, yeah, she let me edit it. So I'd, every day I'd come home and she'd watch it and give me notes. And, okay, because it was like the band was playing in like a living room, if I can remember correctly, and then like the skating was like black and white. So there was yeah, like, yeah. did you like have, or was that kind of, did you, was that your idea, or was that? I just would kind think that of... was probably Tamara's idea, because okay. yeah, because Jason's character dies in it, and I think the uh-huh. black and white footage is supposed to be a memory. Oh, okay. Jason was always so charismatic too. Yeah. Like on, when we did the blind, like it's. It's no coincidence that he became the actor he became and yeah, had the hey. career he's had. Because like, when we did the blind video, you could just like we were making skits all the time, and he was just so funny. You just you know you point the camera at him, and he was hilarious. And like yeah. we used a couple of things in the video, but for everything, you know, for those two things, there's probably like thirty other just 
hilarious things and what real quick though what, going back to the blind video what, when he was just like there's a war outside of your wind like was that just spontaneous just totally whatever ran yeah just pointing the camera <laughs> at what him. about rudy saying like well, pull over there's a liquor right there dude to pull over you know like is that just was that that just yeah everything I, I, just yeah i mean i definitely nothing was scripted and like right. the liquor was like that was uh i think it was just in the footage like and i when as i'm going through editing i'm like heard. i just love the way it sounded sounds and i was yeah, like let's yeah. just put that on black and that yeah. just sounds cool there's a liquor over Wait, there yeah there's a liquor right there dude so pull over it's a yellow sign yeah <laughs> I tell you, that's my first video I've ever watched, man. That's so sick. Turn me into the guy I am today, Spike. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Talk show host. But yeah. Talk show host. <laughs> yeah, great. You did first music video, I mean, you edited it, you filmed the skating, and then were you... Tri- I mean, did you... Were, were you like, oh, I, I could... I, I want to do more of this. This is I rad. mean, yeah, I'm sure I thought that, but it yeah. wasn't like a realistic thing. At that time, me, me and Andy and, and Lou were doing the magazine, doing this magazine called Dirt, mm-hmm. and... Um, mm-hmm. You know, I was still doing skate stuff and, you know, stuff at World. I right. think also we were fooling around with starting. It was right around when we were kind of talking about doing Big Brother. And, oh, okay. Um, so, like, that same time, which is also, like, a sick story. I'm sure it's been told a million times. But, like, the way Rocco did everything was in this sort of, like, like just being a punk. Like, you know, like, it, we, he, he had, it wasn't even one of the, our better ads. It was, like kind of dumb ad it was like a ball bearing in like a fake vagina like a pocket pussy it was called <laughs> I don't it was, and I'm pretty was it sure was a shorty ad? am I confusing wasn't that what a world ad there was definitely a fake vagina in this photo maybe there wasn't you actually know what the ad was <laughs> my memory's terrible edit this part out there was a, a photo there was an ad that for some reason I'm I think I'm mixing it up with the shorty's ad but there was some ad that that uh, trans world wouldn't run and oh. it was like some, it was some graphic content and they didn't graphic wanna... content or maybe it was talking shit about somebody mm-hmm. I don't know what it was and Rocco was like fine if you're not going to run it we'll start our own magazine yeah. and so then he came back and he's like we're making our magazine guys <laughs> yeah. like alright cool wow and yeah, we the first issue obviously I don't know if you remember it was like this sort of it, like Kareem Campbell was on the cover and it was this small like 5 by 7 mm-hmm. oh was Shiloh it was Shiloh thanks god my memory's <laughs> terrible <laughs> Roger dude I know thanks <laughs> like shifty over like a hip something like that yeah, yeah. yep oh that's right I think it was yeah yeah like quarter pipes um, yeah like a, yeah exactly um so Shiloh, uh, yeah, I have, I have another story about Shiloh actually. Oh, yeah. The, uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, so around that time mm-hmm. I was, we were, you know, starting Big Brother and uh, and doing Dirt and um, you got a lot, I, I don't of, know. a lot of things going on. Yeah, kind of like yeah. at that time we were just like everyone was doing stuff and we we're all just doing stuff together and okay. making stuff. And, right. Photography, um, music videos. I know. Videos. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the music video thing, I guess my point is like doing I, your own magazine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, yeah, we weren't like, but like the music video thing, probably I didn't really get more, you know, I did a couple, maybe a couple more that year, but it probably took like a year, maybe not, a year and a half to where I was actually really doing it. What was the second music video that you did that was pretty like monumental, you know? Well, I did. The Sonic Youth. And- I think the next one was, uh, oh, Kim Gordon again called me. So now at this point now I've, I've gotten to know Kim better and she's really, she's so cool and so she calls me again and Kim Deal from the Breeders had asked her to do a video oh. and so she asked me if I wanted to do it with her and and so I co-directed that with her and shot it and oh wow it was uh, for that song Cannonball yeah you know? of course yeah yeah that song is, yeah 
it's also crazy because I've gotten to do videos for so many great songs, like so oh. many like bands I love and songs I love. No, and no, like, trust me, the list is insane. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's like, insane. but, it, but it goes from like Weezer to like The Far Side and like yeah. you know just so many Puffy, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Fat uh, Boy Slim, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. all this yeah. crazy uh, shit. Yeah, yeah, and so like, uh, but anyway, yeah. So this song Cannonball is like just like it's this iconic song, and we got yeah. to do the video for that, and so that. And you're kind of learning just as I'm you just go. Learning, just learning, yeah. Just learning, like okay. trying every every job, learning, working with different cameramen, learning. Or it's like, I guess or at time, or sometimes I would shoot it myself. Oh, actually, Kim wanted me to shoot that myself. Oh, wow. I think just because she wanted me to operate the camera. And so oh. I ended up, you know, was, I DP'd that one. Okay. Well, with music videos specifically, it's like right around then I started to understand like I understood I, I don't know I, I remember this click something clicked where I just started to understand in the same way I had 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 understand photography I started understanding like lensing and editing and music and like again like trying to get that feeling right. that I had in my, in my head mm-hmm. through this medium of filmmaking and right, editing right. and um, and I think around then I started you know after probably about a year about a year and a half or so after that after the, the Sonic Youth one, I started mm-hmm. doing more and more, and and then um, did this video for MC 900 Foot Jesus, this rapper. I used from, to love them for some weird reason. Yeah, he was yeah, this weird yeah. rapper from Texas, yeah. and uh, and I just like that video. Like I remember, like actually that video, like I made two treatments of, like I, and I gave it to the, the woman that was the product. I got signed by a production company also oh, at that okay. time, but like it was called Satellite Films, and. Oh. It was part of this really big music video commercial company called Propaganda Films, mm-hmm. but this was this tiny, this more like little label. It was kind of under the stairs, and this oh. it was in Hollywood. And this woman, Dan- Danielle, um, she was my rep, and she was the one who signed me. And it's just so random how all this stuff happens. It's, like it's, it's just crazy. like this guy had seen some 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 things I'd done. This guy named Steve Reese and showed it to Danielle, and Daniel's like, "Oh, come, yeah, tell him to come meet me." I wrote two treatments, and one treatment was like a like really felt like a music video, and it was like kind of like he was in his image was on all these TV screens in an old TV shop. It was like dark and flickering TVs, okay. and like felt like. It felt like what you'd think like a music video should be like mm-hmm. in terms of like stylized dramatic images okay, and yeah and um and then the other one I wrote almost just to entertain myself, and it was this story of him seeing an ad in a comic book for uh you can get a new brain for ninety nine cents and he see, and so he puts himself in a box and ships himself to the to the place to get a new brain. <laughs> right. And the whole story is the, the, the follows this box as it goes on this oh. adventure. And then and sometimes he's in the box and he's really tiny in the box. We built a giant oversized box, oh, wow. and sometimes he's all smushed in there. Yeah. And the box eventually, you know, gets misplaced. And this kid on a it falls off a truck. A kid on with a wagon puts it on there. The wagon gets let loose, goes down the hill. It's like <laughs> kind of like this little story of what happens to the box and. Um, um, and I remember I was kind of too embarrassed to show it to Danielle. I thought it was goofy. Oh. You know, like it felt like, I don't know, it just felt like almost like made by like uh, something you'd see in like the sixth grade. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, in, in, you know, the, the teacher would put it on. It's a little story of, yeah. like, there's this like story of a, a little boat that gets carved and gets put in a river okay. and goes down the river and ends up in the ocean. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like along that lines. And so I just felt it almost like, was embarrassing like like 
a bad haircut you had when you were younger, like that kind of feeling. <laughs> and you had, a, you, you had a, like a yearbook photo taken yeah. with a bad haircut. Yeah, so that's what this treatment felt like. But then I ended up showing it to her and she said, this is way, this is much more you than this other one that you're trying to do what music videos do. This right. one's like, you should just don't hand that one and just hand this one in. I was like, you think so? And I remember that being a turning point where I just started like just writing, writing treatments that were more my own sensibility. Right. As opposed to trying to make things that were like, music video like here's a band performing and then here's them looking cool intercut or something yeah, like that right right and what um, did the band want yeah exactly or what, what you would want yeah or what yeah or even just like what music videos are music yeah. videos are supposed to be this and i just started making writing my own treatments and just like thinking like what would be fun to do what, yeah. would, what i want to make and then we did the sabotage video which is like just like making a skate video okay. like that was like the th- you know the four of us and a crew of maybe like four or five people of like a van full of props and our car and right. all our just, wigs and we just drove right. around LA and stole all the locations just like it was just like a skate just video but with, gun. just yeah. Yeah. guerrilla style go out and yeah, yeah. climb on roofs and yeah know, like all, yeah it was yeah like skating just yeah. go out and do do it right yeah yeah and so we made that video like that and um and uh, and yeah and, and I don't know and that like that was like. like like when I was like just turned 24 and I was just starting to get more into the, oh and our magazine went under dirt magazine went oh under, it went under 23 24 that magazine went under uh-huh. uh we started girl mm-hmm. um I started like really making music videos like I started understanding it and like sort of like that became a full-time job well I'm sure people were calling too right I mean the, all these sp- music well, videos especially they were doing. after the Beastie Boys one yeah that, that wasn't I think really people started calling and like oh. which was so cool that like I wasn't that experienced, but I was friends with them. I, you know, I, you know, I, I, I'd gotten to know them. We, I'd met them a few years earlier. I'd shot them for me and Andy and Lou and interviewed them and shot mm-hmm. them for Dirt. And they were just, you know, they were like, I grew up with them. Like right, right, I didn't yeah. know them, but I knew them. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, when they were doing License to Ill, we were like 15 year old, you know, skaters and just had drank our first beer. And like, (laughs) and then like when they did Paul's Boutique and they were living in LA, now we're living in LA. And so, anyways, yeah, I got to know them and they were exactly who you'd want them to be. They were Mm -hmm. just, and I learned a lot from them too. They were like a big influence on me too because they were just like, they did everything. They were like, they were like Rocco or Mark Gonzalez. They just did everything their way. Right. This is what we want to do. This is what feels right to us. Okay. And they weren't going to listen to a record label. They weren't going to listen to managers. They weren't going to listen to Much MTV. like the Nine Club. Yeah. Yeah, yes. it is. <laughs> like you guys don't, yeah, it is. It is. And actually it is. It's the exact same because mm-hmm. they, instead of taking, instead of going and renting expensive studios, they just mm-hmm. built a really inexpensive studio in Atwater. Oh. And right. so they could take as long as they want on their record and not oh. have any pressure. Well, how long does it take to make a music video? I know it probably varies, but like... If you plan it out, you can get it done pretty fast. Yeah, that one took two days. Two the, days. Oh, yeah, okay. two days of shooting, yeah. Oh, okay. And it edited for a couple weeks. How does this work? Are you writing and pitching these people ideas or are people coming to you like, hey, we have this idea, we want to do this, like... How does it work? Because you know, you've it all had... works really different. A lot of times, so, you know, the, the the normal way is you get a song. Mm-hmm. You're, 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 you're at the production company. We get a song from the label, and like, here's the new song by, uh, like the Far Side. The Far like Side. They came out with their album, yeah. and are you like, oh, let's do this you video? Like, and, I, 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 and they already knew I love the Far Side. I already okay. like had asked about the Far Side, oh. and like, I shot the Far Side actually on their first record. I shot a bunch of photos of them at their first house down okay. off Adams, wow. and oh, so sick. I have all these amazing photos of them wow. when they're like, you know, 19 years old and living oh, in this wow. house. And, so and they, sick. they did Bizarre Ride to the Far Side, mm-hmm. uh, and so then when their next le- le- record came out, 
now I'm, I'm directing videos and right. they know I want to do it. And so with that one, like, um, this, that was probably like a year after, like now oh, I'm actually like, that's my full-time job. Like, right. but like with that, that one, I went over, I had this very vague idea cause there's a sample in it. That's like reverse, there's yeah. a, a reverse sample. Yeah. And so, uh, I went over there. I'd made. I'd asked my production company to make a tape of it in reverse mm. to see what it would sound like, and okay. it, and it just sounded like gibberish. Like zip, right? I went over and met them at the label, a delicious vinyl, and um, I knew this guy Rick Ross that worked there, and not that Rick Ross, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> the original Rick Ross. Okay. The uh, the uh, yeah. So. Uh, I went and met them and, um, you know, I had met them before. And I think I even shot the photos of them again record, when they were recording La, uh, Lab Cabin. Okay. They had this house in Silver Lake and I went over and shot photos of them. And, um, oh, so anyways, I played them the tape. I was like, here's my idea. I don't know exactly what we're going to do with it, but I just want, before we go too far th- down the road, I want to know if I'm, if this is an insane idea. I want you to, I want you all to learn how to lip sync to this Backwards. backwards version right. and I put the tape on and they were just listening to it like yeah and uh slim kid Trey I think he was like yeah we could do it let's do it yeah and what do you think everyone and if uh fat lip didn't have a verse on it so he was like yeah cool whatever <laughs> I'll just be in the background yeah yeah but the other the other you know the other three of them had verses and they were all like yeah we could do it and uh so that, you know, like that one, then I went and just basically wrote a very simple idea and I just wanted it to look like, you know, you know shoot on 35 mm-hmm. in, in wide angle lens, steady cam and make it look like a rap video in terms of low wide angle lenses right. and have them wrapping into the camera, but have it all be in reverse. I feel like it's like a hard video to film because you have to plan out these shots going backwards and yeah. the whole thing and yeah. like how is that going to look look going, fo- going forward and yeah, yeah, you, get, yeah you would so, trip over yeah because yeah. you're like wait so now they're, okay, they're walking backwards and then if they if they fall down then you're, you're, you're yeah. kind of <laughs> but the thing is the more we did it because we also i did a day where i got i just took my my uh mini dv camera and oh. went over to rick ross's house and met okay. them and we did we shot in the street just pr- sort of practicing trying sample, to, yeah yeah so i think after like there's probably a month of prep so by the time i'm on set my brain's been working backwards Got for the you. last month and okay. i'm just i already speak that language yeah. and <laughs> yeah. um and so um yeah but then whenever you know the crew shows up and i'm like okay so and i'm already like speaking a language they're like okay what yeah this is uh, <laughs> let me let me wrap my head around yes yeah. right just yeah. have to like bend their brain backwards so you're filming a music video and then you you obviously have the song playing right so you have yeah. the song playing backwards and there's did they do a good oh, job you know what like we did actually which was to, to, to help them is my, my producer vince found this a professor at UCLA who studied phonetics oh. and we asked him to transcribe the sounds interesting so it might sound like but if you he write uh, are you back now oh. or something like that and so we go are you back now and the lips would look like it would say are you blah, blah. Interesting. and so we transcribed it to them sent them this you know sent them the song mm-hmm. with the, lo- the vocals mixed really high above the track so you could really yeah, hear the gibberish, gotcha. and uh, and the and the transcribed lyrics, and then we had cue cards on the side that this this guy from UCLA who had made them no. was like holding the cue cards and be like, are you back now key real dot and all this like <laughs> it made no sense yeah. now but like uh, so they're kind of yeah you know, we had a bunch of tricks like that to try to help Sick. them. Um, and, crazy uh, dude. Yeah, but all the idea like a lot of times sometimes they'd beat people I knew. 
or something like like with Weezer, I knew them because they were friends of some friends of mine, mm-hmm. and they just got signed to Geffen. It was a big deal, and yeah. I didn't know Rivers, but I knew uh, I knew Brian, the guitarist, and Pat, the bassist, from just like you know friends around oh. LA, and they were you know friends in bands. Oh wow! And so when they um, that was that was actually at the same time we were doing the Beastie Boys video. So this was like it kind of all happened like in this one year where like you know wow. as I was saying where we started girl and all this stuff started happening yeah and um and uh i remember pat called me up um and a pat um the uh matt pat matt <laughs> <Pat's Yeah. a drummer. laughs> okay i didn't I, but uh so matt uh matt sharp the bassist he called me up uh-huh. and um he's like hey will you will you do a vi- you want to do a video with us and uh, Rivers doesn't like any of the video ideas we have and he doesn't you know Rivers was like really like wanted everything just like unpretentious like okay. and, you know like, like that cover that album the blue album mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like we're, we're not, there's nothing cool about us we're just right. four people in our clothes in front of this blue wall gotcha. and um, and so they came over to our office the production office and um, and I, I couldn't do a video. They wanted a video like that month, and I was already doing this a uh, couple other. I was doing the Beastie Boys video okay. and a couple other things, and um, and so I told them I, I was like, he. So Rivers just wanted to to ask me to come up with ideas, or like, because and the label, the label's like, we have this this record's gonna be huge. They already knew it was gonna be right. big because it was so good. Like yeah. I, I got the advanced cassette of it, and it was. It, I I just couldn't stop listening to it. Right. You just could feel that first album was like just contagious and mm-hmm. uh but anyway so rivers and you know the whole band came over and the people from the label and because they were just they they were just desperate to to get the band to do a video so they could get it on mtv uh-huh. and um they didn't know who i wa- who i was or they didn't really care they were just like if we if this meeting helps river convince rivers to do a video then uh let's do it yeah let's do it and uh and matt had spoken highly of me to river so river so they came over and i was like just make a video that feels like that cover because they'd sent me the artwork Mm -hmm. and like just simple like just like make it you know it doesn't have to be a lot it just Mm -hmm. like if you you know just like get you guys performing in front of a blue wall right and performing and not performing and kind of half performing and just not like taking it that seriously and that's that and and then and Rivers like, but then what happens is this, you know, some, you know, it, it, that that's it. And he's like, maybe at the end, like a bunch of dogs can dogs. run through, right? Yeah. And and he's like, okay. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, and then I didn't hear anything about. It. And then a few weeks later, they're like, uh, River, they couldn't find any any that Rivers wanted to do. Mm. And he's like, that, we'll just wait if you want if you'll do that video that idea you told us oh, about. Oh wow. Um, and I was like, what video idea? You didn't even remember? <laughs> it wasn't a video. It was just more like a mood. Oh, like a, like yeah. a thought. It was, a, it was yeah, like, it wasn't Same. like a thought out thing. It was more like a feeling from okay. the, what that la- the record cover gave me. Ooh. And um, and River's like, I just want to do that. I was like, okay, cool. And then I started thinking about it. I was like, how would you do? And then we made that video. And yeah. um, was, it, was it inspired by uh, Goodfellas? You know the the, Long, the cabana shot. Camp. Yeah. Is that the one where they go down the they basement? They go down in the bay. It's one one single shot yes i'll just say yes come on because that was a great i mean the whole video is just one shot weaving yeah. in and out and the yeah and, and what was interesting too is like i remember that video it's right side up going through and you could see the guy kind of going through the kind of like goodfellas mm-hmm. right and then 
it goes into the set and the set's upside down. Yeah. And then the camera turns around. Yeah, we had them hanging. We got those ankle things with the hook on them. You know what I'm talking about? No, you didn't. Yeah, we did. <laughs> for, the, for the very beginning? For the beginning, yeah. Really? And so outside of the soundstage, we, we built this little hall with the, the things you could hang your ankles on. Are you serious? And the two guys are just hanging. You had the, they were hanging upside down? Yeah. Because <laughs> I, be, I remember when I was a kid seeing those things and thinking they were so cool. And then yeah. we were trying to figure out how to do it. And I was like, just look those things with the ankles. This episode is supported by Shake Junk. Yep, the company that keeps you going in these streets. Need that perfect grip for your flick? Bearings that just don't stop? Bolts to keep your trucks on tight? Look no further. ShakeJunt.com has what you need. Grip, bearings, bolts, skateboards, rails, riser pads, grip tape cleaner, t-shirts, sweatshirts, hats, and everything else in between. Treat yourself and save a couple bucks by entering 9Club at checkout. Yep, 20% off everything. Just enter 9Club, N-I-N-E-C-L-U-B at ShakeJunt.com. Get there while you can. I just find it interesting that like how these get made, you know, mm -hmm. like if you're, if who's coming up with these ideas, like the dude running down the, the block on fire, what yeah, yeah, was that, that was wax a, uh, or wax, something? Yeah. yeah, that one was actually similar in terms of, I knew those guys, the, that, they were like, they were friends of Weezer, oh. Weezer and they were like this, and I'd done a video for them, like a super low budget video off their first record. Okay. And I just knew them from around LA. They were this group of friends, like Weezer, Wax, um, Actually, Johnny Knoxville was, he was friends with those guys. And there oh, was these wow. girls that had a house on Genesee and they'd always have house parties. And so there was kind of like this, you know, like, I don't know, I, I was friends with those guys from there. And uh, Joe Sib was the singer of Wax. And mm. Joe, they'd made this, this their, second, their second record was on Interscope. And I shot the cover for it. It was called 13. Andy Jenkins actually made the sculpture, this sort of briefcase that out of metal that had number 13 in it. Oh, and we sick. went up to like, Hollywood or Sunset Boulevard and she shot it on the street and that was the cover. Oh, wow. And, oh, so they they turned their record into Interscope. Interscope said, oh, this isn't, you know, we're not going to release this. this oh, you know, wow. They, and they dropped them. So then the band uh, decided just to release it on their own and they released it uh, independently. Hmm. And then this song that, that we did the video for, California got on yeah. K-Rock and it was a big, suddenly a huge hit on K-Rock and Interscope called them back and said, hey, we want to release, we want to, you know, buy this no record. And they, they bought it. They had to buy it from them wow. again. Wow. And Jimmy Iovine should have known. <laughs> they left this part out of the Defiant ones, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Like a, a label that's that big, like, you know, they, shit like that probably right. happens all the time. Yeah, for so sure. is they bought it again. And so Joe called me up and said, like, hey, we're back on Interscope. Um, and they want to do a video next week. Oh. Can, you know, we're leaving on tour on next Monday, on Sunday. Can you do a video? And I was like... Uh, yeah, I guess so. It's got to be simple, though. It's got to be really simple. And I was thinking about the song, and I was like, you know, what if it was, you know, but it's got to be really simple, just like a, maybe it's like one take, slow motion, a guy running down the street on fire. And he's like, that sounds cool. <laughs> that sounds good, right. <laughs> I didn't think of that, though. I just randomly pop up. I don't know. It's probably over the course of, like, a couple minutes of talking about, like, yeah. you know, if it's one take, if it's simple, and then... A guy running out of fire looks, looks, looks cool. Be interesting. Yeah. Like sometimes it's just things that look cool or cool. It's like, yeah. like I mean, the whole opening of Fully Flared is like the easiest. Like you're combining the three coolest things, mm -hmm. like slow motion, explosions, and skateboarding. Yeah. And yeah. Like <laughs> right. you can't really go wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. But so, I mean, like even that, the dude running down the street. That's probably like thirty seconds of him running down the street, which turns into a three minute yeah, video exactly, in slow motion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, yeah, I think I, I'm pretty sure the amount of the duration of the 
what we used is 12 seconds. 12 yeah, seconds. Yeah, wow. 300 frames a second. One more that I want to just touch on real quick, because my favorite, and I'm sure people ask you all the time, was the uh, the Christopher Walken um, video. Yeah, yeah. Of uh, Fatboy Slim. Uh, yeah, the song was a Weapon of Choice. Weapon of Choice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. How did that come about? I mean, you got Christopher Walken. Did you know that he had like a dancing background? I had and known had he t- could dance somehow. Maybe I saw him on Saturday Night Live or something. Okay. Like do some dance. Mm-hmm. And so like when I was thinking about it, I also love making dance videos. Like oh. I just love filming dance. Okay. And like I did this Bjork video called It's So So Quiet. That oh, was yeah. the first one I did that was like getting to you know, choreograph and dance. Mm-hmm. And then I just kept doing more and... um and so I did a Fatboy Slim video of his record before for, called uh, for Praise You. Oh, yeah, Praise You, the Torrance. Torrance uh, Community Dance yeah, Group one, yeah. yeah. Right. And so I wanted to do dance again, but I didn't want to do like lo-fi amateur dancing. I wanted to gotcha. do like a real dance, like dance production thing, just like amazing dancing. And the song was awesome. And and then I was like, who do I want to film dancing? And from like <laughs> years earlier, I was like, remembered Christopher Walken on Saturday Night Live. And I was like, what about that would be amazing yeah <laughs> and so uh i talked to norman cook from fat boy Slim. i was like my idea is basically just filming uh christopher walken dancing he's like if he'll do it that's <laughs> yeah, amazing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. and uh and so i wrote up this treatment and the treatment was really simple and it was kind of like like it was, my dad would always come to, when he my dad would come to town he'd stay at one of those airports uh, hotels by the airport those okay. marriott's oh yeah and so i just imagine my dad at all these hotels traveling around the country at the marriott kind of hotels right. and um and just sort of the mundane sort of repetitive numbing quality of that and uh and so that, that was sort of the idea was like the fantasy that comes out of that yeah. and um and also my dad kind of like he's you know i remember like watching Deer Hunter with my dad. So I had that connection with Christopher okay. and my dad. And and then my dad also, when we drive in like uh, on road trips, he would sing show tunes. Oh, really? And so it's like somehow it all just made sense. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then, um, and so, yeah, I, I call up, I somehow got Christopher Walken's number and, got, you know, his, we talked to his agent and okay. I pitched it to his agent and I pitched it to his manager and, and then they pitched it to him and, and Chris got on the phone. He's like, can you do a good Christopher Walken imitation? No. <laughs> I, I thought you would be able to. I know, but it's very, I've never even tried. That's, you know, it's very like, well, Spike. Spike. <laughs> yes. I can't what do is this dance, dance thing is, you, you want to do? Hello. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tell me more about it. My brother can do and We could call him up and get him to do it. Oh, but, yeah? Okay. Um, the, uh, so he, but he basically was like, you know, asking a lot of questions and, kind of not sure about it and then at a certain point he just got quiet and he's like you know I'm 57 years old and I don't know when I'm going to get to do this again and I could tell he just loved dancing yeah. and nobody ever asked him to dance wow. like and he grew up he told me like he grew he started on th- in Broadway mm. as, in the chorus line basically okay. dancing in these big you know musical wow. numbers in the 60s or whenever it was and um so uh yeah he's came out and did it and it's crazy incredible so lucky yeah. So wow. lucky that he did it. I mean, that was such a good... When he goes out and rings the bell, right? Do you remember this mm-hmm. video? Yeah, yeah. Okay. When he goes out and rings the bell, <laughs> when, he, when he rings the bell and he comes back in, I've always wondered this, and he jumps on the baggage yeah. uh, carousel. carousel thing and he spins around. Is that him doing that? That's him doing it, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Because I know that. he's not jumping off the balcony, and yeah, I know yeah. you had some stunt. Yeah, yeah, doubles, we had some stunt. Know. No, but he did spin that one. He spun it around. We, we got yeah, because I I pulled around with 
luggage carts a million times, okay. so I, I knew what they. <laughs> you knew the. I knew what they were possible. Okay. Was possible of them, and then we got one of those in the rehearsal studio and and figured out that move, and then gotcha. Chris, Chris rehearsed it. And, and, okay. Yeah. He's was, also very agile. Yeah, because I, I could just imagine like that could be a a, a crazy fall. Man. That's so funny. That's the shot you wanted to. <laughs> oh, another shot I want to know, <laughs> okay. real quick too. I mean, I like, I love this shit. I love this shit. We'll get back to skating, but uh, when he comes and he's dancing through the hallway in the the, the double the, mirrors, the mirror, yeah. Did you guys put those mirrors there? Yeah, we built that. You built that. Yeah. Ah, okay. We just got mirrors, like uh, hardware store mirrors for the uh, closet doors. Yeah. Because a... in my mind, I'm thinking like, why would they put two mirrors on both sides right, right. to make that? We you, did it people in would get like sick. upstairs. Yeah, there was like a big like conference room, and we just built like a hundred foot section of mirrors in the wow. conference room. Raj, you got to watch some of these videos. Oh, and uh, if you've never seen Spike's work, you should, uh, <laughs> should check it out. It's well good. It's well good. I've seen blind video days. Oh yeah? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Spike, I, I, I think I know why you're here actually. It's time. You want to ask me to finally be in uh, a movie. It's you know? fine. Yeah, I've been waiting I'm for the right time. You don't make a movie or a yeah, music video for the Switchfoot manual. Well, I know. That's the, it's, it'd be a sick movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's all of Chris Roberts life le leading up leading to that up moment. To it. right <laughs> it's like the eight mile story with oh, chris yeah. roberts and like that's his battle we may need to put a little with... spin on it we may need to get creative because my story is not that great it's pretty <laughs> pretty boring okay so we go back to uh you know you're doing all these music videos and you, you guys are starting girl mm -hmm. how did this conversation come about like you rick mike meg how did this happen it's i mean for one the story of like me, me meeting rick is funny because at that so like world days it was kind of clicky a, a little bit like I could see the, you yeah. know like skateboarding clicky no way yeah exactly <laughs> and so we like we all like you know like I, we didn't hang out with the plan b the plan b guys were like from san diego and they were different mm. you know so if they were around we were like oh there's the plan b dudes and okay we were cool everyone was cool but it was like we didn't skate with them we didn't know them but you already knew danny yeah i knew danny but it, it still i didn't know him that well yeah. mm -hmm. and you know he was a lot younger and and so uh you know, I didn't barely, I knew Rick from seeing him around the office. Okay. But like one time I come home and I live with Megan and uh, like and the, the, a blue Acura is out front. And I'm like, that's weird. That looks like Rick Howard's blue Acura. No <laughs> and like lo and behold, Megan started dating Rick and yeah. didn't tell me. Wow. <laughs> and, oh, so uh, you caught him almost. Well, like, I mean, they weren't hiding. Know. They were hiding it, but at that day, well, they decided Megan not worked to hide. At office romance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Office <laughs> yeah, romance. She yeah, worked, she, yeah, she basically ran World. Like right. her, her stories of World are so crazy. I, there was one day that uh, Rock. The, one of the most amazing stories is Rocco came in one day and said, "Megan, I don't like our employees. I want you to fire everyone today." <laughs> Everyone. This is like when the company is not giant, so it's like maybe like wow. 15, 20 just, people. Everybody, just cleared house. Cleared house. Everybody got fired. And no. Megan has it's like, what? I don't want to do that. <laughs> Rock was like, you got to do it. And so <gasps> Megan's like, just hard starts reset. calling people in. Like, uh, will you come in? I have to talk to you. And then like, like by the third or fourth person, everyone everybody starts knowing. Knew. So like they they come in and they're already crying and Megan's crying. And it's like, I'm so sorry. And like, Jeez. And yeah, and then they, like, Monday morning they start over and hired all hired new people. Crazy. But like Megan was, you know, ran World or worked yeah. at World and ran sales and mm -hmm. was a big part of the company. But uh, but yeah, so I think she was keeping it secret that keeping she was dating it, yeah, a little Rick. Off. Yeah, right. And I was like, I was so surprised by it. I was like, what? <laughs> Rick Howard? 
but he was so cool. He was like, in, you know, I walked in my house and he's like sitting there watching TV and has all. He basically ended up moving in with us from that day. He just he, he didn't just, he didn't bring anything except a backpack. He, he just, just lived out of a backpack. Really? His car, and his backpack, no and uh, you know, lived at our house. And then I, and then we became really close and started okay. skating together every day. And, was um, it weird walking out of your like your bedroom and he's coming out of the bathroom? And he's like. <laughs> yeah, just, just smiling yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. he was uh yeah it was, but he was he's obviously as you know just the best dude for like, sure you yeah, know right. we became you know me and megan and rick became really close and Sick. i didn't get to know mikey as well until after we started girl really mm, okay because mikey uh i guess he was still up north maybe That's at that SF, time yeah yeah so girl was like probably a year after that mm -hmm. and um world was changing it was getting big and it was mm -hmm. changing you know it was just becoming a different thing different, yeah. and um and so it was just time just like you know just like Rocco left and started his own thing and right. it was time for and uh and it really just but it did start with Rick Rick was just like had a vision for what he wanted the company he wanted to ride for and okay. what he wanted you know like Rick is all you know it makes all his decisions very heart-based uh -huh. you know and he's like this is who I want to skate with and this is how I want our products to be, and I don't want to ever make anything that embarrasses the team and right. make everything that just feels true to who we are and, you know, at this moment. And, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, it, it really came, like, who skated for the company, the name of the company, it all came out of just Rick and huh. what what the vibe is he wanted. And um, But I remember when he first started talking about it, he was talking about it. We were at this party. We were actually at a party at the BC Boys studio in Atwater. And he was talking about, it was the first time he told me, he was like, oh, I think I'm starting a company or we, you know, or he'd never, he, the other thing about Rick is he never say I, he'd always say we, we you know, yeah. I think we should start a, you know, start a company. And um, and he was at, at that point trying to figure out what how to even do that. Yeah. And like go going to like another, you know, do, you know going to like, Fausto or somebody that already right. has, you know, and, and doing a, a label. And I was really, for some reason, adamant that it should just be totally independent. Yeah. And like, because if, if not, you're still like reporting to somebody else. Yeah. And, um, and we went and found the guys and Mike D was a partner in X large. You remember X large? Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. And yeah. so Mike, so the, the X large guys were there and I was like, why don't we get them to distribute it? They, they already have the warehouse and, you know, right. in Glendale and the whole thing. And so, we went and found them, you know, and they were over in the you know, other room. And we're like, <laughs> at this party. Just made it all happen yeah. at a party. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you guys want to, we want, we're thinking of starting a skate company. It was me and Rick and Megan. And Mike, Mike wasn't there, but, uh, and the, I mean, if you guys want to distribute it? And they're like, yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I mean, it ultimately it was like not quite the right fit because they didn't, you know, they didn't uh, sell to skate shops. So we mm. kind of had to, yeah. Megan really had to create a skate distribution company even mm -hmm. inside X, X, extra large and uh and but it, it i think it was a good sort of stepping stone to then like a year later then we moved out on our own and got yeah. our own crazy did you did you realize like what what a shake-up that caused in the whole end i mean because he stole everybody and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it was huge it was a big I deal i think we thought it was i mean i think we, I, I mean i don't think we i don't know but i just know that i just remember like how funny we thought it would be to show up at the skate contest up in San Francisco with the shirts. The girl yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I think, but it's funny because like that was a total Rocco move. And mm -hmm. like when I, I remember For talking sure. to Rocco a couple years ago, and he was saying that's what I would have done. That's what I did do. Yeah. And so like you know because you know so how, how can I really be mad? Fully Rocco move. Yeah. I love it.
Well, didn't it. he make a company called Bitch or something oh, yeah. like that? Yeah. Make fun yeah. Of you guys? Or not make fun of him, I guess. But yeah, no, not make fun of us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then so you guys are like, oh, well, we'll do our first video, which was... Uh, Goldfish. Goldfish. Yeah. Now, at the time, you're doing this Beastie Boys video, too. Which came first, that whole, which concept? Were you, yeah, were you yeah, testing I, I it, it out actually, with girls? No, I think you... it was just at the same time. Yeah. I had all these wigs. We, me, me and Yauk and Mike D had gone wig shop. Okay. Me and Yauk got really into wigs. And like we got super into wigs <laughs> and mustaches. Mark Johnson. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> yeah. But we'd go, we'd go, like, we'd create, like, we'd go as, like, Heshers. We'd go out, like, to Sunset Strip as Heshers. Or go, like, a like a really fancy Beverly, fancy Beverly Hills club, but dressed as, like, professors with gray wigs and gray mustaches oh, and wow. tweed jackets with uh, elbow patches and um and everyone would be like why are these, why are these professors <laughs> are these? doing that yeah. from ucla like oh. english literature classes or so we'd all yeah, how can i create all these different characters and mm-hmm. um and just like roll in in disguise places gotcha. and uh so i had you know all the and so it was right like the, the it's funny because it is like the exact same thing the, the opening of Sheffy. yeah and uh but I, it was done like probably a week later. Like we shot, I, you know, I shot the sabotage video, and, okay. and then we went up to North, up to San Francisco. Did the Beastie Boys ever say like, Spike? What are you what doing, are you doing <laughs> dude? Like <laughs> we just did thing. this, yeah. and now you're just doing the same thing. No, no, no. I mean it was like also it's like we're all friends and say like skateboarding and you know. Yeah, they, but you know, some people could, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know these Beastie Boys, but you know, I, they <laughs> no, could they be a little. Uh, they <laughs> they could didn't be care. A, no, okay. <laughs> I f- if anything, they were stoked on it. Yeah, like they're, 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 that's the way that they were. It was more like communal. And you guys wrecked the car, didn't you? When it we went did. over the jump, it, it no or something. We, no? What happened was, uh, oh, I forgot about this story. So we're shooting right by um, Wallenberg. Is that the name of it? The four. Yeah, yeah the big yeah. four. Yeah, big four. four. Uh, right on that hill, and um, we're doing this thing where we're trying to do a, like a emergency brake slide mm. there's the driveways go down the hill mm-hmm. to an emergency brake slide and then Sheffy would do a manual across the hood oh and um and while it was sliding <laughs> sounds like crazy. It was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah like slide into place and like block him and but then he'd ollie over it oh the car would stop the car would, would stop get, yeah gotcha okay you know we're we're gone you know me and rick together the bad thing is rick and rick. i combined like no you know, like nobody's saying no. Like, yeah. I'm like let's light that on fire. And he's like, let's light that on let's fire. Let's do like, it. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Let's jump the car. Oh. So like, yeah, Rick and I together. It's like either we don't have a boss and like Two it's pyromaniacs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so like we're power sliding into these driveways and uh, we hit, um, we hit one of the houses. Like and you know the front that gets all smashed up. Wow. And um, just then the cop pulls up. Ooh. The guy is like, uh, everyone, give me your skateboards. And Sheffy's like, I'm not giving you my skateboard. He's like, give me your skateboard. And he takes Sheffy's board. And Sheffy's now really pissed. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> the cop puts all the boards in the back of the car. And he's like, okay, let me see your license. And we're starting taking out the license. But before we even do that, Sheffy just runs over, grabs his board, and skates off. No <laughs> way. And the cop's like, doesn't know what to do. And the cop's like, wait here. And to me and Rick. And yeah. who else was there? Like, somebody was showing us around. Mesa was with us, but I don't know if he was there with us at that moment. Okay. There was somebody else that was showing us around because this guy got caught. It was whoever, like Rick and I got away. Like, so he takes off, Sheffy takes off. This guy, this, the cop jumps in the car, chases Sheffy down the street oh, wow. and like full speed. And it looked like the video. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like Sheffy like bombs a hill and then the car like skids yeah. around. Like, and then we're like, let's get out of here. Get out of <laughs> so we jump in the car. And we drive it back over to, we're staying in Chinatown. Mm-hmm. We, and we put the car, 
Oh, we're, no, we're, actually, we're not, we don't even, we, we, before this, we're just like driving around and like, we get some food and we don't know where Sheffy is. We don't know how we're going to find him. <laughs> and you guys aren't tripping that like maybe there's like a manhunt going on yeah. with you guys. Yeah. Like, no, we yeah. just go to the we're other side of town. Jail. We go to like a mission to eat <laughs> yeah, or something. Okay. And so for some reason, and I'm so bummed, I can't remember who this was, mm. but um, this, this San Francisco skater that's showing us around, take okay. us into different streets. He's like, oh, you want to jump your car? You, you got to go to this, you know, the street or, okay. uh, you know, you know, so uh, he somehow gets caught. He mm. like, I don't know why he didn't get in the car with us or if he had another car. For you. He's like, oh, maybe he was like, oh, I'm going to take off. He okay. like, goes to take off. And a couple of blocks later, now there's like 10 cops and they right. catch him. Oh. And he's in the back of the car cuffed for he's like a couple hours. Oh, wow. And he hears all this shit. Like, we're, like, he's like, be on the lookout for a white mercury sable, damage in the front end, skateboarders, da 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 da. No and me, my, me, me and Rick are just having lunch I mean, and <laughs> <just> like <laughs> eating. And, uh, yes. and then um, eventually this guy's like, I don't know those guys. I'm just skating by. Like, mm. And so he, after a couple hours, Got away. Got away. Meanwhile, <laughs> Sheffy is like hiding, like laying under a car for like an hour until the cops go away. And um, finally, like we regroup. Like the guy, the guy calls us. He's got a goldfish with him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder where the goldfish was. But so Sheffy, um, Sheffy, and this this mystery San Francisco skater right. who didn't rat us out uh, find us, and they tell us, you know, that the cars wanted. They're looking for the car, so we put the car in the parking lot at the hotel and and, and uh, this we was go a rental a rental car okay. yeah a white mercury sable and i remember it was a white mercury sable because we were like fuck we got to film more tomorrow and they're going to be looking there might be they might be looking for a white mercury yeah. sable with, with damage in the front end so we're like let's let's go trade it out and see if they have a ford taurus because it looked the exact same so we got a white ford taurus for the second day with no damage in the front end and then just kept driving around and doing jumping the car and whatever it's amazing wow man i just <laughs> but i love how you and rick are just like at the at the cafe just yeah. having a sandwich maybe some coffee it's so funny and then that night because we didn't have the car we were like oh we should shoot something else and we shot the subway thing where he oh yeah he he like his board Calls goes into and, yeah, yeah we went to the bar and shot that and then you're getting and then now it's uh yeah right it's the next video oh, that they mouse, do right oh, oh i'm sorry yeah, i'm yeah, sorry yeah, yeah mouse yeah, yeah. kelly's favorite do. part yeah <laughs> <laughs> so mouse is the next video that you guys do oh well, we you were doing chocolate videos too no paco was the next one then no yeah. was it yeah and we were also at the same time making stuff all the time because yeah. we do like trade trade show videos and just like mm -hmm. we'd always be filming something the matinee was rad yeah. Oh, the matinee. Yeah. Right. We, so we'd always be like making stuff, and, and Rick, Rick edited back then. He, he, we had a Media One Hundred, and Rick's a good editor too. Is he? Yeah, I just oh, want to oh, get him back that. in into it because uh, yeah, he's just got a good feel. He's just oh. you know, and also all, he was picking a lot of music back then. Maybe I should ask him to edit the Nine Club. <laughs> yeah, you should. You know, uh, yeah, he's not he, doing that. He's, he's not busy. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool though, like when you did like Paco and stuff. Like you guys went on location and yeah. you did the whole like you know that whole Western theme or whatever yeah. it was. And the now are you cool. when when you're doing these videos? Are you are you just pulling favors from people? Are you yeah. Just like hey, They're, we're doing the skate video. We got no fucking money. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All the crew is just are, are the, the the crew that now I've gotten to know mm -hmm. from all the music videos and I think that's um, every skate video. Uh, you remember Little Keenan that that yeah. skit? Yeah. The, the guy Gino who, uh, that steps on him. Okay, that's like he was our key grip for 
forever. He's oh, still, wow. I still work with him, Gino really? Nix. And uh, oh, wow. he was there, and, you know, and so I was like, yeah, Gino, will you do this? And he's like, you know, he'd never acted before. The other thing about Gino that's amazing is he's the only person I know that can sleep standing up. Like he'll without be like, any support nope no, no, no support he, put, he puts his sunglasses on and, and just goes to Dude, sleep that is a <laughs> does, uh, that's a great skill yeah, yeah. that's pretty that incredible. could come in handy right, <laughs> right. well especially good balance he's on set all day and oh my god there's like we're filming and like, like 20 minutes 30 minutes he doesn't have to do anything so he'll just stand there and sleep so and then we're like just, you know we need to move that flag over and he's like <laughs> Just wakes up and moves the <laughs> waking me up from my nap. But it, it's like oh, deep meditation. When you guys, yeah. when you, so when you do all these movies, do you use the same crews? Do you try to keep it tight, or do does it? We is, did. We we did. Yeah. Um, but you know, I, yeah, yeah, definitely. With like the, our cameraman was Lance Accord. Lance, right? Um, you you met him. Yeah. Remember, he came to Boston. Yeah. and Shot with us. It was amazing. Um, the uh, yeah, there was a bunch of yeah. KK Bear is our production designer. Okay. Um, my friend Erickson Brennan was edited everything. So oh, he, wow. actually, I met. Eric at Tamara's house. He was editing for Tamara in that first year that I was starting to make music videos. I went by Tamara's house after work and they were just finishing editing. And since you know, she worked at home, he was mm -hmm. editing at her house. And she's like, this is Eric. You guys should work together. Sick. And like he had, he had those Vans low tops with the stripe on them. And mm -hmm. this was when those were actually rare shoes, like mostly... The thirty sixes, yeah, yep. but they weren't—they were rare back then. Yeah. And so he had them on, I had them on, and I was like, "He's cool." Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His are like dark green, and mine were maroon. So, anyways, yeah, that's how I met Eric, and okay. we worked together. So, uh, Paco, you, you, you—I mean, did you just kind of go out there and wing it? I think we wrote a script. You wrote a script, yeah. Okay. I mean, it wasn't a very good script, but <laughs> Paco. <laughs> I mean, more just fun to see those yeah. guys act and right. have it, like. Was there anyone like I'm like I'm not doing that. I don't think so. I think everyone's <laughs> down. It was so, yeah, everyone's so, yeah. I mean, yeah. we also like, I mean, it's it's part of what makes Girl and Chocolate, Girl and Chocolate mm, is yeah. like, you know, nobody gets on the team unless everybody wants to hang out with them. So yeah. it's like a very self-selected, good group of people. And Mouse was like the right. first video that I saw was like, the intro was just like, yeah, when he's on a bike and he's on this, like Mike's comes around the corner and you're like, what is this? What are you like? What about, is this? Is this the skate video? And then it just. What was the meaning behind that mouse part? And the opening. Yeah, is there like a meaning behind that? <laughs> I was always like, this is random mouse going skating around L.A. with Mike Carroll working at In and Out. I don't know. I mean, there wasn't a meaning so much other than like it was just a, like a sweet little story, and it goes back to like the kind of like at that time. I think I've always been drawn back to those, like almost like a children's book story. It's like this sort of simplicity of it's a mouse and his friend. He's got to drop his friend off at work and he goes skates and he gets really mad because he can't land his tricks. But then the kid cheers him up and he lands some tricks and then he goes and picks up his friend, but he's late. Because <laughs> he's skating all day. It's like, that's as much as, I mean, you know, it's more a feeling yeah, than anything. Sure, yeah. It's not like a real... I mean, it was awesome. It, I love it. It's, what did it mean to you when you were a kid? I mean, it was just, it, it kind of made me happy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it gave you that feeling. That's what you wanted. But, like, I mean, I didn't, I was a little kid. Like, you kind of groomed my skating into, like, happiness. And then it was involved with, like, the best skateboarding and the most stylish skateboarding. So, it was like... All these things hit me on the head as a kid, like, whoa, that was the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, the yeah. video comes up with skits and it's yeah, a whole, yeah. yeah. I think that, you know, the videos were an extension of what Rick wanted, like, the company to feel like. Mm -hmm. And it's like, the video that I feel like, in a way, it's maybe like, is, is that captures it the most is the hot chocolate video. I felt mm. like at that point I wanted to actually make a, just come out and say it. This is what skateboarding is to us. Yeah. And, um, 
And so in the sort of like it's half skate video, half documentary. Right. But like that to me represents it's the most verbalized of of us sort of saying what skateboarding yeah. is. And, right. Um and uh and there's so many moments in the interviews. I remember when Gino talks about what skateboarding gave mm -hmm. him and he's like and you know, he's kind of talking about like how this happened, this happened, and it brought him right into this hotel room yeah. right now. And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just love that video because it, it's like, and of course, also anytime you interview Mark Johnson, he's like the best interview, right. and he just yeah. articulates skateboarding. And oh, like, for sure. And uh, so, so, so eloquently. And that, that's probably a two-hour interview. And how do you cut that down? Yeah, exactly. It? That was the first day I met Mark. Actually, oh, was he it? just got on chocolate, and okay. me and Ty went down to Huntington to where he was living, or somewhere near there. Yeah, and. Uh, and I met, and I, that, that first time I met him, I interviewed him, and we did that, because we, we did interviews, I don't know if you remember, we did interviews oh, yeah. before, before and then after. And then, yeah. And so, the, yeah, and I was just like, who is this guy? This yeah. guy's amazing. Right. <laughs> and I also didn't even really know his skateboarding that well, because I okay. wasn't like, by that point, you know, it's like two. You weren't a fan of the A-team? What's that? You weren't a fan of the A-team? I didn't even know what the A-team was. <laughs> yeah. But like, I, like, like from like 93, 94, 95, I kind of, I know who like Muska was when he came For around. Sure. Or like those right. people that were like just huge. Yeah. Uh, Jamie Thomas and mm -hmm. uh, Andrew Reynolds. And like yep. these people, but uh, I wasn't following it. I wasn't living it yeah. like day to day. And like, I, I didn't know anybody other than who was on our team. Yeah. So yeah, I didn't, so I didn't really know Mark until in his skating until we went on that tour <laughs> and you know, he became one of my favorite skaters for overnight. Like, for sure, right? Yeah, like we we left on Monday by Tuesday. He was one of my yeah. favorite skaters. So then, yeah, I mean, we have so. I mean, there's so many videos that you. I mean, uh, then yeah, right. You well, know, yeah, you're uh, doing the. Well, that's oh, when Ty ahead. came on. That was a that was a big, yeah, like a bit like it sort of took our videos to a whole new level when right. Ty came on. I was talking about that earlier. Is like it was the first time I went out with Ty and he was bondoing and sawzalling and all that and it's like. And lighting, you know, and bring the generator and the mm -hmm. lights, and um, yeah, it was like this is a, this is it. Just like you could feel the energy he was yeah. introducing to the videos. That, but also too, like you guys had, like you did the the slow motion in the beginning, right? The uh, yeah, the, the you know the boards flipping, and then the the green boards, the invisible boards, right, and right. Then the, uh, the were you around for any of that stuff? No, that was before that was you were on. Never invited. Oh, but you were on girl at the time or no? Flow. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm in the chocolate part. But you didn't come to any of that. No. Well, like I said, I wasn't invited. Right. <laughs> I wasn't even invited to the uh, the fully flared explosions. Oh shit! But you weren't on Lakai. Yeah, you weren't on Lakai, dude. I would have just chilled and watched. <laughs> yeah, I could have been. Yeah, I love that shit. But uh. But that, that, but it was cool though, because there was all these different elements to that. To yeah, right, you know, and the, the the slow motion spinning, the opening, the, yeah, the intro, opening yeah, credits yeah. or mm -hmm. opening intro, whatever. Yeah, you got like even this the random one like Owen Wilson. Oh yeah, oh, Owen yeah. Wilson, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. How, how did that everybody's happen? biting my shit, man? That everyone's biting. My shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, how did that happen? That was like. Uh, I think it might have been Mikey's idea for some reason. Maybe he'd just seen Owen in some movies. Like, we got to get Owen Wilson in our <laughs> video. And we're like, doing what? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and then I I'd, I'd, I'd knew him a little bit. I'd, I'd met him and Wes Anderson when mm. they did, did uh, Bottle Rocket. Oh, sick. And so I kind of knew them a little bit. And um, and, I, I, and I just asked him if he'd do it. Somebody told yeah. me they saw him at like a supermarket. And he goes, 
They're like, oh, girl skateboards. And you just turn around and go, yeah, right. (laughs) He's the best vibes. That guy is just like, you're, he's like that kind of guy. He's like, He's like Keenan, actually. Just like, oh, yeah. You can't not be happy when you're around him. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. Um, and that was cool, too, because Ty, like you said, Ty kind of stepped in and, and, and went with that video. I mean, Took it's it a to great, a iconic video, right, Kelly? I mean, of course. Jeez. Yeah. I, all, I, the vi- all the videos of are. Course I was the, I was, <laughs> of course, I was the glue that held that video yeah, together. Yeah, for sure. What tricks you did you have in it? Oh, uh, nose grind the big long oh, at the at the courthouse, yeah. but nose grind and five zero, a bunch of tricks. You had a good, you had some good footage. I had some in good there, footage, dude. yeah. And was this famous switch flip Manny? Was that hot chocolate, chocolate tour? Chocolate. I mean, chocolate, chocolate yeah, tour. chocolate yeah. tour. Do you watch any of the skating going on now, or is it like just for? Do you watch the girl guys skate mostly, or is it? I got into like Jamie Foy through King of the Road and oh, like sick. the Vice. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I started. Yeah, and I went. I moved back to New York a few years ago, and one of the things I did was I started the, our TV channel there yeah, yeah and um and one of the first things that we were coming it was like three of it started with three of us it was pretty wild to start a tv oh, channel wow. it just started with three of us like what is this thing going to be and then then we have a development team now it's 10 12 people and then we start making the shows and like within 10 months we go from three people to 300 people and oh, wow. it was yeah it was it was Vice already had like a, a pretty good web presence though. Yeah, we had a big production, mm-hmm, yeah. and we, I became part of the company back in like 2006 when we when it became a video company, mm-hmm. and so we had you know and a lot of things like Epically Later came from oh, that, yeah. and yeah. Um, but like the the King of the Road, one of the first things when we were coming up with shows, like we should make a show at a King of the Road. Yeah, and uh, it's like a no brainer. It's like it's yeah, already it's a show. It's yeah. already like a adventure. The show. circus, and isn't <laughs> yeah. it like the best or like the, the most watched show on Vice? Do you, do think, you know any of those? I, I think it's it's one it's of them. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So like, I'd, I'd get into I learned who Jamie Foy was from that, and then okay. watched his parts from that. So I'd yeah. like. So, yeah, there's people like I get excited about. Well, you're not really on social media, are you? You don't have like no. an Instagram. You probably yeah. have a, a ghost, and you probably follow people, don't you? I you have, have an little, Instagram, but I, I don't have. There? I haven't put anything on it okay. in like four years. I had one just for like three months, where uh, I just put photos of my cinematographer Hoyta von Hoytema on there. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, for what, what reason? Just because? Because uh, uh, it's funny because I remember when Instagram started. The first person I heard about it was Mike Carroll. Like, Instagram oh, yeah. sick. And it was like probably like you know 2008 or something whatever it like was that, yeah and i was like why do you want to post photos for everyone to see like right. it didn't make it's like the opposite like i'd rather like i like th- this kind of thing i don't really like even i like being private i yeah. like talking with my friends showing photos to my friends and so right. it's like uh it didn't make any sense to me like i don't know I, I'm, I guess i'm also old like social media i just don't understand i like I don't understand why you want to show something to somebody you don't know. Right. Uh, but it's the same thing, though, making a music video or yeah, a movie. Shows you the world. It's like, yeah, 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 you're making something. Yeah, but it's like the personal part of it. Personal, like, right. Well, and a lot of people don't put their personal stuff. That's they true. just do, like, oh, show my skateboard. But I think, who I yeah, I think you know? he's, what he's saying, though, is like he, when he takes a photo of a palm tree that's still personal to you, right? You took a photo of a palm tree. I don't know. when the palm like, tree caught on fire? Oh, yeah. How was. sick I was that? <laughs> super. And it was funny, right before it caught on fire, I had said, like, oh, that palm tree is pretty dry <laughs> and, sp- and, and tie with it i remember was, that yeah whatever like it's it's all good it's yeah. all good roberts yeah. you know like and then, palm tree's pretty dry i can't believe you spotted it oh dude well bro you're like <laughs> the only tree off. there yeah it's the only, it's the only tree, tree. we're lighting off these ex- i knew it yeah that was so 
Cool. And then you guys just took off? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we took off. <laughs> we took off pretty quickly. Yeah. That was insane. Somebody was like, grab the fire extinguishers, and they ran to the van. <laughs> Grabbed the fire extinguishers, turned around, took two steps, looked at it, turned back around, yeah. put the like, fire extinguishers no back in the van. Like, fuck that. <laughs> Let it burn. That? I do remember that. It's amazing. Yeah, that was a, yeah. Wow. And then I remember getting on the freeway and driving down the freeway and just like seeing this burning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's gnarly. <laughs> what was that? For? Was that for Pretty Sweet? No. Yeah, yeah, pretty, yeah sweet. pretty Sweet. Yeah, Pretty Sweet, yeah. Okay, well. I remember also, yeah, right, the other thing was the size of the premiere like it was like night and day because we'd had a couple premieres for some like mm. for you know like not for goldfish but maybe for like one of the chocolate videos okay. and for mm. mouse like we'd had a couple little ones like right. little screening rooms that were like hold 150 people or something like that but that well, that one was like 1500 people is at the academy on wilshire it's like oh, the fancy yeah. screening yeah, yeah. I was like, did you go to I that, went to that one. I, went how, the, yeah. I was there too yeah how sick was that that was the <laughs> first time i'd ever been to a premiere and it felt like a rock concert. Like, yeah. every, you know, somebody's name would come up like, and I got hit by a car that night. You did? Where? <laughs> I, was, I was crossing the street to go to the premiere and I got hit by a car, rolled up in the hood. And um, <laughs> there was a girl that uh, did all the finances for a girl. Stacy? Yeah, Stacy. Oh, she, oh. <laughs> she saw it happen. She saw it happen. And dude, it was, I was like, oh, I'm good. That was a good premiere. That was like a different, I mean, maybe that was what was happening in skateboarding at that point, but like, it was the first time we'd had a premiere like that. Yeah. And that was insane. And then the next one was even more insane, fully flared one. That one was at UCLA or something? At was UCLA at yeah. Royce Hall. And that right. was like 1,800 people. Crazy. And I remember my favorite thing, because, uh, you know, we, we'd kept the whole intro really quiet, so nobody had seen it. Nobody mm. knew what it was. We had the countdown going. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. we had the yeah, countdown yeah. going. Yeah. And my favorite thing, that was like one of my favorite experiences I've had watching or feeling people watch something we made was watching that people watch the intro oh. because it felt like I looked down the row and I remember seeing Mickey Reyes specifically and he's like this grown man and he had this look of like a six-year-old kid yeah <laughs> like this wonder on yeah. his eyes and just like so like hypnotized and like he just it was instantly a kid again yeah. right and uh and it was just yeah that watching that people watch the intro was so exciting and then obviously the whole video oh yeah everyone that whole it just felt like everyone we were all kids again like and like watching mickey specifically he was like had this look of just being a child like yeah in awe and that was yeah that was really exciting and then but that whole night just watching oh, yeah. mark johnson's part the with everybody and thing. then of course guy's part when yeah. everybody is like you could just feel everyone in the whole theater get emotional crazy yeah, yeah. i remember i remember being at that premiere and thinking to myself like Ah, oh, it's so sad that like people are going to watch this on their television sets. Oh yeah, you know because it's this huge screen and the explosions and the, the and they have to watch it on their phone. Yeah. Now they watch it on the phone, but back yeah. then it was like the TVs. You know, it was yeah. like oh, it's kind of sad. People are just going to watch this on their TV at home. Like this is how it should be yeah. Yeah, it, it, watched. Yeah, you know, it looked so good it's on that amazing. screen. Yeah. yeah, and so but that was a huge, huge thing the explosions and all that stuff like that's a lot of money dude a lot of manpower a lot yeah. of uh, professionals it was but at the same time relative to a movie we did it really small and, mm. and the, the way we were able to do it and afford it was this guy Marty Bresson who was a special effects guy who and I remember um and I met him on Three Kings on this movie called Three Kings at David O'Russell. I was going to ask directed. you about, yeah, okay. And ahead. he did all the special effects and like, you know, I got shot and like explosions and all that kind of stuff with yeah. him. And uh, the car, a car flipped. I remember the big, big shot we had, it was like a car blows up and I'm supposed to run from the car and the car mi just misses me. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was Marty and he like, you know, he like, 
you know, his, literally his life is in your hands when yeah. he's got the button to that car or he's got the button to blow up Mike Moe's stairs. For sure. If he pushes it too early, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> and so that Marty, but he's like, he was the best guy. He passed away about oh, four or five years ago. And, oh. but he was our guy. He would just come and do anything with us. And he was Sick. so down. He'd do all these huge movies for, you know, Steven Spielberg or Oliver Stone or whatever. And he's lighting, he's putting all the explosions together. And, yeah. And, wow. and he'd come and do, just play with us. And so for that one, I mean, it was that was a complicated one because uh, he, you know, because we had to make all these molds, you know, mm-hmm. we, we make the stairs that looked like real stairs and paint them. Were, yeah. But he he turned me on to this thing called polycine, I think. I'm not sure if that's the right word, but basically, it's made. It's a a, a, a really brittle foam okay. that when you blow it up, it looks like cement blowing oh, yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so. Uh, it was right around the same time I, I thought of that because I was like trying to figure out I, w- I was doing where the wild things are at the same time mm-hmm. and I wanted them just to destroy shit like yeah. all that like rip trees out of the ground hit each other like just explosions and you know the dirt cloud fight with all these explosions and so it was uh, at that same time I think I decided sometimes I'll get into it like sabotage thing like, yeah. I'll get into a mode and like what else can we blow up right. and then we're working <laughs> on the skate video and yeah. like let's blow up skate spots yeah. and um, <laughs> and so like a lot of yeah sometimes I'll just sort of like my brain is already in the mode and I'll steal from that and put it in a skate video. I mean, I show it to people who don't skate, you know, and to check this out. This is incredible. It is one of those rare things. Like a lot of times, like you'll shoot something and you'll have a good idea of it. And especially something like that, where it's like, it's really like six shots or something. And then we had a bunch of, you know, little shots in Mm -hmm. there, six big moments or whatever it is, eight big moments. I can't remember, but usually like one or two of them you're like ah oh, that didn't work that good we gotta mm. we've got to cut those out or, okay that this one every shot was amazing everyone yeah. worked like, yeah and, and even if they didn't land it, it i was, was gonna amazing. say like because <laughs> Luke, Luke, it's all in slow-mo yeah, yeah like <laughs> lucas bailed and like yeah yeah and uh and you don't get to see and also it was it was on film so yeah. you, you don't see it until you process it and transfer it and you go down right. the, the place the color place we work at is right near here called company three okay. go there and they put it up on the big screen and you get to see it for the first time mm-hmm. and it was so exciting just getting to watch it with no sound or anything oh, yeah. just like <laughs> seeing the footage for the first time and the, the, all the molecules of yeah. dirt and fire and and uh it was so fun. but also it's like talking about child like that the, Looking at Mickey's face, like in the premiere, mm-hmm. that was Rick's face that whole weekend. Whole like weekend. he was just like <laughs> this, like childlike joy, yeah. blowing shit up, like because right. like it's his dream. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's like blowing <laughs> shit up. Like, and I remember when we watched the footage for the first time, same thing. Rick was just had this big grin. Like, yeah, yeah, shaking his head. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you get as much excitement working on a skate video as working on these huge movies. Yeah, Is that, I mean, yeah, definitely. it's like where the wild things are. Like that, it was such a like you're saying, like the the dirt things with the ex, the dirt exploding. And right, right. Such a good movie, man. Oh, thanks. Yeah. How come they didn't win any awards, dude? What was that gonna get overlooked what or something? They what didn't like it. That? Why? Like but the costumes and the sets and yeah. the, I mean, no, I mean, I think. Uh, come on. Bro. I mean, I don't know. It's, it's, sometimes you make something that is. I make. I just like making stuff, and like you yeah. don't. You like some things resonate some things don't resonate like okay. th- some and some things you never think anyone will care about like jackass we made that oh, yeah. <laughs> we made that just for fun like right. you know again tremaine i known since i was 12 knoxville mm. i knew in my early 20s from around la right um they met on this the set of that wax video where we lit oh, the yeah. lit where we lit him on fire wow. and and um 
you know, they were just two friends of mine. And then, and then he started, and then Knoxville started writing for Big Brother, and then they put him in the videos. Right. And then out of that, Jeff had the idea of like, what if we made this into a TV show? And and so I said, yeah, definitely. So the three of us, the idea was just like make this sort of skate, the thing that felt like a skate video on TV every week. And yeah. if somebody, if MTV was going to give us money to do that, yeah. And like we got to have an office and you know just have all our friends there and so like that thing we made i thought we were gonna make eight episodes eight 22 minute episodes and that would be the end of it It like that was cool yeah that was (laughs) easy i thought i really thought you know but then like the moment came out you could feel that it's like there's something going on like there's some people are really connecting to this and within like two months Knoxville was on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine and it's like oh my God. this is happening quick yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like I'd never been part of anything well you guys that, already did like the Big Brother videos and like CK I wasn't I part was of them but yeah, yeah. they were all yeah, yeah. They, they basically yeah it was like you know Bam and Ryan and everyone right. from CKY and you know Jeff bringing everyone from Big Brother mm-hmm. and uh, yeah it was like yeah it was, but it was like now we're gonna get a budget from MTV to do even dumb shit dumber dumb shit, shit. Yeah. <laughs> dumb shit on big budget yeah crazy but uh yeah so you never know what's gonna you know what what's they're gonna, gonna connect yeah. with or not and right. like and uh, you know but i make thing. i just did the last thing i did i made this dance theater piece this 40 minute dance narrative piece in new york oh wow. and it was like i wrote out the script and it was about a really it was a relationship story i'd written dialogue out and then but they don't speak at all it was all transposed into dance and movement and we did it in this theater. I think it had like 400 people and we did it for a week. And so oh, wow. I don't know how many people saw it. Maybe 25. Did you do it live on Jimmy Kimmel or something like that? Or? We took a piece of it. Yeah. Oh. And, and, mm. and, uh, cause I, I'd, I'd met him a, a year earlier and he said, anytime you want to come play on my show, do any, you know, do anything you want to do. Yeah. And so I called him you know, and I said, <laughs> hey, we're doing this dance thing. Can I, what if we did like made a little video on your stage wow. and I got an Alexa and a, with anamorphic lens and excuse me. Wow. And, uh, and made a little like live dance piece mm. on his set with oh. his lighting people and um but anyways the play itself was like i just was like curious if i, I it was like something i didn't know if i knew how to do like can i tell a real narrative detail detailed narrative story without any dialogue just through dance and movement yeah. and and it was like a relationship that was sort of struggling to stay together this couple that was sort of growing in different ways mm. and growing apart and, and but the they were sort of defined it's like they'd been when they got together they defined themselves in this way and she played this role she played the the you know the the girl and he played the man that took care of her but you know they were that was when they were young and now they were growing and she was become, wanting to explore different parts of herself and more p- powerful parts of herself and more oh. sexual parts of herself and what's this film rated it was a, it was a yeah <laughs> oh it was, it's a, it, it, we didn't show them having sex oh, okay. <laughs> um, well there's no dialogue yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways i made this really sort of experimental thing again just to like can i pull it off yeah i have these feelings of this relationship and here's the challenge of, and, and it's like the sadness of a relationship that, right. that they love each other but can they stay together and can I pull it off? Can I actually communicate? Can I share the feeling I have writing it and conceiving it with the people watching it right. through this medium that I don't know anything about and I don't know how to do? Yeah. And um, <laughs> and I don't know, even know if you really can do that or or it will be really cheesy. It could so easily have been super cheesy. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know. So I, I don't, my point being like 2,500 people saw that. Yeah. And I don't know just that some people you know i don't know just yeah, get, i guess that, the idea is i just keep making what i want right. to make and people but you make see this it or not thing though it. then 2500 people see it isn't the idea though like if you make something you want as many people to see it as possible 
Were you okay that's, with that's making second, something? Second, second, yeah, I do, of course. Yeah. But that's second to the first thing, which is I want to make something that I want to try to, I have a feeling inside me and I want to try and get that out into something that right. exists. Yeah. And um, like making your dreams into concrete. Yeah. Like you have these abstract dreams and then, and feelings and then you only have a dream. You, it means so much to you and has so many feelings and can you communicate, can you take that and have actors and, you know, and and, and then the amazing thing is, I think this is thing, something I always am, feel so fortunate about is getting to collaborate with the people I get to collaborate with, whether it's on, you know, whether it's, you know, Rick and Ty and, right. you know, and everybody and the team, you know, like getting, get, get, if you like get Eric Costin, you're doing a Chaplin thing. Yeah, yeah. You get Eric Costin, <laughs> who's right. like, a master of this thing, this For skateboard. Sure. Yeah. And so he, you can just, yeah, you no, know, but like getting to collaborate with like these kind of artists or like, you know, Joaquin Phoenix Joaquin and he's going to yeah. take your script and he's going to imbue it with his himself. And like, that's the magic thing is you get to like have a dream and then work with all these other people to make this dream into something that exists in the world. And, and can I get to the end and still have the feeling I started with? That's first and foremost. Oh yeah. And then secondly, yeah, I want as many people to see it right. as possible, but um, but that's okay if, if it I don't. Some th some ideas aren't meant to be seen there by everybody. Okay. Some yeah. ideas are like yeah. meant to be seen by one person. Well, it's funny because like Joaquin Phoenix, uh, when we were doing Pretty Sweet, um, you had like Joaquin Phoenix. He was just there. Yeah, he Joaquin grew up in... skating, so we were work we were prepping her at the time. Right, and. Uh, I, and I, you know, we were doing rehearsals at my office, and I, I was like, "Oh, we're going to film. Uh, we're going out to film. You want to you yeah. come, come by?" Or, and he loves skating, and and so yeah, he came by and visited while we we're shooting. I would just, I thought it was amazing that Joaquin, he would, he, you know, he'd just be chilling uh, with us, doing our thing, and like, I think we were driving from spot to spot, and he's like, "Hey, when do you guys like break for lunch?" And we're like, "No, we don't break. Like, we just keep going, <laughs> going and yeah. just get the shit." And the next day. He showed up with like a huge box of burritos for everybody. <laughs> yeah. And I thought that was just the coolest thing that he's like. He was worried about you guys. Like they don't yeah. eat, but they're like killing themselves. I, just thought that that, I mean, like he didn't have to do that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're fine. Like if people want to stop and go grab something real quick. Right. You know what I mean? But I just thought that was amazing. He's a good, yeah, he's a good, good, good man. Right. And Jack Black with yeah. the whole yeah. thing. It was so funny, that dude. That was hilarious. I had the best clip from that day. Oh, yeah? It was like when I got hit in the shin. Yeah. And he's like, Roger, Roger. <laughs> Next time you get to it in the show like that, just take it in. Using your photography. <laughs> so funny. Those guys are amazing. He's yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. And I always trip out because like Will Arnett was in it too. And I always just tripped out how like they're, they're professionals. You just Will feed Arnett, them that was crazy. a couple little lines. You were there that day, right? No, I missed that one. Oh, yeah. that, that day, I mean, he was like, Jack Black did it too. But like yeah. you give them you know, like, just okay, a, this is Eric Costin. This is like five things about him. Right. He, he freaks out when it, if the spot's not right. He flies to China and then if he can't land the trick, he breaks his board and goes home. Or like, yeah. And Will Arnett just do, 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 taking it in. Yeah. And then he just spews it back out. And, like, <laughs> and then you film for him, for ten, you know, film him ranting about Eric for 10 minutes and then you move on to the next. But it was just amazing to see these dudes just freestyle and just come up. I mean, they're, I was looking at them like, wow, dude, like Jack Black pro. is like pro. Their brains are like, they're, they're like work 10 times faster than regular brains. <laughs> like the amount of shit they make up in like a split second. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, Jack Black, he was just, he was, 
even though he was extreme, I mean, he was just so believable too. Like he knew exactly what the hell was going on. That you was know? sick. Wait, wasn't it? Was he bet Mike Moe he couldn't land the trick? Is that who it was? Oh, and he, he, got, he would get naked. Yeah. Yeah, he's he got like, naked. I couldn't believe he got naked. He's like, Mike Moe, you land this next time, I'll get naked. Oh, <laughs> and like, family's in the park that day. Yeah. That was crazy. And he's walking around like I couldn't like, believe he was that committed. And that whole group of uh, cheerleaders that came through. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> this Jack Black running around like. Yeah. That's that was, incredible. He's committed. I, I yeah. think even he was surprised that Mike Moe landed it that yeah. next time. And he put down the camera right away yeah, and get, just took off his Yeah, <laughs> he was, That was insane. Oh, man. Let me ask you a question. Besides being Chuck... The skate shop guy on hot on the chocolate <laughs> right. tour, you know. Yeah, I'm glad acting, you remembered. Acting, yeah. <laughs> was that your acting debut? I don't know. We were probably always always fucking, fucking around doing around, stuff, right, but right, uh, right. I can't remember. Yeah, going from Chuck and then you know going you know the Three Kings movie. Yeah, was the Three Kings like your first really? Like, yeah, act- for sure. I never. Yeah. Were you apprehensive or when they asked you to do that, or did you, or did you have to go out? I, yeah, I auditioned. No, you did. I wasn't. I, I mean, I wasn't apprehensive. As much as again, like I mean, it's a it big some, movie. Yeah, I knew the director, David O. Russell. Oh, okay. Um, so David, had, when he was writing the script, he said, "There's this character that I keep. Uh, so I'm, not, I'm kind of basing his energy off of you." Okay. And I still don't exactly know what he meant by that <laughs> <laughs> because it's like a racist redneck character. It's like, yeah. Um, the uh, but. Uh, and then, then like, I remember he was working on script, and then a couple months later, he's like, actually, I think it'd be, did you, can you act? Do you think you want to try, be in it no and play way. this character? And I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can act, but uh, yeah, why don't I, I think I'll read it with you and see it, and like, I'm just like, let me just pl- we'll play with it. Wow. And so, um, so yeah, I just, I, you know, we just read it together, and he had a video camera, and I read it, and just <laughs> fucked around, and like, did the character, yeah. and like. You know, you know, just like made up this like guy. I was like, that's right, that's right, yeah, that's right. I, I, you know, yeah, <laughs> me and my buddy, yeah, we were on, right. we going out there, yeah, yeah I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and, but I mean, you got Ice Cube, Clooney, like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a good. I mean, I, mean, I guess that's that's a there was times movie. I wasn't, yeah. It, it, to be honest, there was definitely times I, on set I was nervous about it. Like right. I was like anxious, like. I, this doesn't feel good. This doesn't oh. feel right. I feel like I, I don't know what's just going. weird being on the other side of the camera. Yeah, yeah. You feel self conscious. You feel like an asshole. Is what oh, you feel really? like. Yeah, in front of the camera, like with a bunch of people. Like I think it because I, I I I just had shot being John Malkovich. We were editing being John Malkovich okay. as as where as I went to Arizona. So I'd go to Arizona for like three or four days a week, do that, and come back and edit oh. in L.A. and. Um, but it gave me a much better sense of what it felt like to be an actor, and it made me much more empathetic to actors. Okay. And like, because you just feel like an idiot. You feel like <laughs> a, just a you know you're like up there and you're you're doing whatever like talking yeah. or you know tr- there's something dialogue that's supposed to be funny and it just doesn't you don't it, you're not funny and like right. or you're supposed to be crying or something you just feel oh, like yeah. A, yeah, like, is, are you ever like thinking to yourself like, is this good? Like, am I all doing the, no, okay? no, like, not is this, this? No, no, I wouldn't even thinking is this good. I was like, this is bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is, this is bad. <laughs> and I'm like, and they like, I'm and getting like, fired. David, are you sure? Yeah, and actually, and that funny thing is when David David auditioned a bunch of actors, like mm. all kinds, of, like Christian Bale supposedly auditioned for that role wow. like, before he was Christian, I mean, before he was famous. Right. But a lot of people, and and then he went to the studio and said, no, I, I think I, I want to cast, uh, I want to cast Spike, and they're. 
you want to cast your friend who has never acted before <laughs> in this movie, this $40 million movie? Yeah. yeah. And so I think, yeah, this, the studio wasn't that excited okay. about the idea of it. And then I think once they started seeing it, they, mm. they, were, like, they were okay I mean, with it. You did it. a great job. Yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. I don't know. Spike, <laughs> let me ask you a question. Are you, how hard is it? Do you think I, if they... <laughs> If you had a role, <laughs> if you, you had a role for me, you're hired. No, I'm just, <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just wondering, like you know, because like you did Three Kings and you were thinking it was bad and I everything, but like how hard is it? I think that it's it, the hard thing to do is not to be self conscious. For me, yeah, I think it's hard. It, it's hard to act. It's really hard to act well like what they you know like what joaquin phoenix Mm -hmm. does or james gandolfini or meryl streep or you know um amy adams like when you when you're working with somebody like that they take their your dialogue and they make it it's the same words but they make it sound 10 times better they 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 just make it real they make the words not feel like they're written they're just like thoughts and Mm -hmm. feelings coming out of the person trying to figure out what they're saying Mm -hmm. and um i don't know i think that acting is uh like I've done it, but I can't do it like that. They do it, right? Like they're, they're, that's like some other beast that they are. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I think some some people. Um, yeah, I, I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't think I have that. Right. You know, I don't think I can do that. But uh, I, I don't know. But then sometimes you cast somebody that's never acted before, and they're magic. Well, like the kid from Where the Wild Things yeah, Are, right? That, he never he'd acted. never acted before. He was just special. You yeah. could just feel it. He was like. This nine, he was nine years old at the time, and he was, um, he just had a real sense of himself. He was a deep, he was a very deep oh. kid. He had read a graphic novel of Siddhartha the, you know, at, when he was like seven Jeez. and decided that he was going to become vegetarian and a Buddhist because what? he related to these, the, the belief system of Siddhartha. <laughs> and like, he's just like really deep, and he's still vegetarian oh, wow. to this day. He's like 19. What are you, what are you, are you got anything uh, brewing right now? Are you, uh, do we have any movies that you're working on? Or, I mean, do people just send you scripts? How does this work? Do you, I mean, I'm sure you, you must have somebody that reads scripts for you, right? And then they say, oh, this, this is pretty yeah. good, Spike. You should yeah, take a look I at this. Yeah, I mean, I don't really, you mean in terms of movie, movies, movies, yeah. I, I don't like. I do a lot of other stuff, and then when I have an idea for a movie that I have to make, then I'll go make a movie. So it's more you more want to make a movie that that you kind of come up with rather than just yeah. somebody giving you, hey, here's a script and go f- make it. Yeah, yeah, because okay. yeah, I'm not really. You don't want to take somebody else's idea and then. Yeah, I don't just... look at myself like I, I as like a. A, a director in the, the movie business machine looking for my next project. I oh. look at myself as somebody that I just like making things. Yeah. And I like wherever that leads me, whatever, whether it's a skate video or mm. a documentary or a TV channel or oh. a dance piece or over the summer, um, I helped create and uh, design and produce uh, Frank Ocean's tour. And oh, yeah. so we, oh, sick. we made this tour, went on, went did it at festivals and oh. we did like 10 shows this summer and, um, that was, and I love him. I love him again. It's like I just love. If, if there's an artist I love, the most exciting thing is getting to work with them, right. become friends with them, and collaborate with them and yeah. create something together. And so we made this really, this really special tour. Was, I felt really. We did. It was festivals, and the idea was, can we make uh, a festival feel intimate? And oh. so we, um, we, uh, yeah. So we. I don't. Know, I won't tell the whole thing. It's on YouTube. But oh, anyways, okay. we made this. Uh, this, you know, did the tour and so yeah just sort of 
following whatever it, yeah. it excites me man what by <laughs> <laughs> ah. jones this is amazing dude I mean, I could sit here for 20 hours with you and just shoot, because it's, it's so interesting to me, you know, the whole movie making and, uh, I mean, like her won like an Academy Award, right? A Golden Globe also yeah. or something? I mean, yep. it must be nuts. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, you had to get up on stage, right? Yeah. Read a, read a thing. Would I you thank me? Did you, did you thank me when you were... Did, I did. I did you? Yeah. Yeah. They cut the commercial. Oh, they they played you no, out. They cut it out. They played you out and, yeah. and you didn't get up. Okay. I was up there for a long time. <laughs> the cards ran out and I was just still talking about Chris Roberts. <laughs> <laughs> it's 2003, switch with Manny. And so. <laughs> but, um, no, but that must have been a, a crazy experience too because yeah. that film too like you were saying like you didn't think that it was even like a good film at first right well, you didn't even yeah, or I that it was just not happening I mean, as the I, way. Like, like I had no expectations basically right. other than can I make can I can I can I pull this off yeah. in terms of and like when I was writing the script I wrote the script based on like this is an idea I really want to write and to see if there's something there and mm -hmm. I was like, well, and if the script's bad, I just won't make it. I'll go make something else. Right. And like, so every step of the way is just like, you know, making what's in front of you. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that was definitely, it was, yeah, surreal. In terms of the, yeah, the amount of attention that that movie got huge. was really huge. Yeah. What do we, uh, what's, so you you got some dun, 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 dun. Yeah. oh wow. yeah. he's just ending the show right now right no no right. <laughs> no I'm just wondering I mean well you said you got some other project going on right now what anything in the work any another big film or no what, what nothing no? Right. new chocolate video new chocolate video you ready oh, you got the clips <laughs> what do you got no how I don't many have clips any you got clips dude what I got zero. <laughs> I'm calling Mikey. Call Mikey. <laughs> call Mikey, man. He's probably watching the show right now. You don't have to call him at yeah. all. There's, I have things I want to write. I have okay. like ideas of things I like because I'm always making notes. I'm always like yeah. writing down, like, and sometimes I have an idea for a movie and it's like this is amazing, and I'll write down and it'll be a paragraph, and then mm -hmm. I'll realize like a year later I never went wrote anything. I never added to it. I was like, okay, it's not that not good. That good. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Right. But other times, like, I'll have an idea and it'll be a paragraph, and then I'll keep adding to it, and then suddenly I'll look and the file will be like fifty pages long, and I'll wow. have, and I'm like, oh, this has something. And that's this like good. you know the, the last few things I've done have all been like that, oh, and okay. like, where they're, they start as like like sort of embers and then yeah. if, if I keep going back to it and keep having ideas and it grows and it's sort of naturally something right. I want to write is it hard to make a movie it is, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well I mean I could imagine because sometimes you know I mean these movies nowadays it's just like I mean as a director are you do you like talk to somebody else and be like I want to do this but I don't know how we can do that always always I'm, I'm, I also I think I'm always like it goes back to actually like working at the VMX magazine or Skate magazine or going to talk to Grant. It's all, I, I love talking to people okay. about stuff right. and like talking figuring to friends out. and figuring it out. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're the same way. It's like yeah. that's how I figure yeah. it out. Well, yeah. no, I mean like how can like I want to do this effect and I want this to bleed and blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like how do you like as a director? Like, with, with, like on where the wild things are. Yeah. Like that was really complicated and I kind of wrote it. With I rewrote it. Dave Eggers and I wrote it together. But as we were writing it, I sort of wanted to be naive of how we were actually going to pull this off. How oh. we were going to have these creatures do all these things. Right. And and then then once I got through uh, done writing, I was hearing when in pre production, like okay, now how are we actually going to do this with this? You know, and I wanted it to be all in locations and all with the real creatures, yeah. not no CG. But 
we were borrowing offices from David Fincher, who's like, a, he, he was that, I've known forever, and he's the, the most generous, best dude. And whenever, like, so there's been a number of times where, like, we're working on a project, but it's not financed yet, so okay. we don't have an office, and he has an office in Hollywood, and he'll let us, and actually, oh. we're working out of it this week. Oh, sick. And uh, so we, we, uh, we'd be, I was working on Where the Wild Things Are, and initially, I wanted to have all the faces done in camera, like, with animatronics and puppeteered faces, and he would just come by and look at what we're doing. He's like... You're an idiot. You're an idiot. You, do <laughs> you do not want to get like have these 150 pound heads with animatronics in it. And you're gonna be you're gonna be after the first day of shooting. You're gonna be a month behind schedule. Wow. And and he basically he, there's a drawing. He's like he you know he drew. He's like uh, of, of a wild thing. He's like yeah. suit and point and, and and then the face was CG. You know he's like CG with an arrow and and suit to the suit. And at first I was like, no, we got to do it in camera. Yeah. And then like, sure enough, like cut to six months later, we're in Australia and we're like ripping all the animatronics out of the faces. Oh, really? And oh, so you like, actually started with started, animatronics? We started going down that road. We didn't shoot, but okay. we were in pre-production oh. and they couldn't move. It was everything Fincher said, right. too heavy, da, 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 da. Wow. And um, so we ripped it all out and just like, okay, yeah, he was right. We were going to the so face. So did you have some type of green screen with dots? Or no, better than no, that, we had we had the face finished really beautifully furred and, oh. you know, and the eyes wet, the nose wet, okay. and then they would the the, the basically we, they manipulated that in post. They'd create the three D model that would uh, map to that face and then Should manipulate that a, that oh, skin. Wow. So we'd use the skin, and I think then we'd put CGI's in and okay. maybe CG lips, and uh, and maybe patched the fur. If it's, sometimes if you you know if you're it's like in Photoshop, you stretch it, you could see mm, the fur stretching. Yeah. Okay, and so then we patch that and. I mean, even that sounds like a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot, a lot of like, work. Yeah, we 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 have like I think ten months or ten or twelve months of visual effects, and oh, for the last gosh. like four or five months, we moved to London. Me and my friend Eric, who's in mm. Brennan, who I talked about, who had wow. the same bands as me, oh, yeah. and my producer Vince. Three of us moved to London. And we uh, we ran into you in the uh, on the voiceover trip. Yeah, yeah, that was so fun. I yeah. came. Yeah, really? that was so fun because we were like that movie just took so long. It took like five years between writing it, mm -hmm. like two years of writing it and getting it made and da da da. And so like five years, but towards the end, like I was like so stir crazy, and we were in this post production facility in London in a dark room looking at shot. Of, you're looking at like we had fifteen hundred shots and going through them frame by frame and like oh there his eyebrows he looks confused not scared or wow. whatever it was and like bring the eyebrows maybe he needs a little wrinkle here right. to show confusion and um whatever it was and so i was going crazy in the end these guys were on the four-star trip and we, we you came and met us in uh, berlin too yeah, yeah because then they were they left they, they so i skated with them in london and i was like it was so fun it's like uh and mark was over there oh, and sick. Uh, rick howard mark, mark gonzalez yeah. and um and probably Brian Anderson, yep. um, Costin, pretty much everyone, every, yeah, the whole yeah. Forster wow. team, Max, Max, J must have been Jeff, a good and, little release. Of, yeah, and then of and then, I was like, and, then yeah. they were, they went to Germany. I was like, I want to go to Germany. So then I just got on a plane and I <laughs> took a three day weekend. God, it sounds grueling. I mean, just that the eyebrows intense. and the thing. And which, wow, it's great. Do you ever watch one of your films back and be like? Oops, kind of messed up right there. Like, didn't I, like, the continuity wasn't really, do you ever, like, find like, little things? Like Keenan climbing out of the shoe? Yeah. What was wrong with that one? He gets stepped down, I think, with the left foot, and he climbs out of the right foot. Oh, really? Oh, Something does like he? Yeah. Damn it. Spike. <laughs> Amateur. Yeah. Amateur. No, but do you ever find any little things? Um, or do you, or you, do know you not I'm, even watch the film? I never like watched a, them, actually. I never go back and watch them, because no. I, I don't know, they kind of, like, I... 
I watch them so much as we're editing right. and like the last time I've seen any of them is like on the in, on the mixing stage. It's mm -hmm. the final, the color's done, you're in the mix. Right. You watch it back and you're like, okay, I think we, we're done. We made yeah. what we wanted to make. And so like, yeah, I never watch them again because I, huh. I don't know, I don't. Gotta move on. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I, like I had a relationship with them. Right. And it was amazing and. You're on to the next uh, one. Yeah. Right. It, it's funny because like when we edit this, I edit the show and uh, first of all, we live the interview, you know, we yeah. live the conversation and then I get it in and I edit it and then it's on to the next one. Right. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that was pretty good. I get it. But recently I've been going back and like riding my bike and listening yeah. to our episodes and I'm like, this is really good. It is really <laughs> this good. This is good. Like I, I'm because I, like I said, we just kind of go through them and yeah. you know, like at the time we're like, dude, that was great. Like Spike was here. This was great. And then now I'm just like, I'm listening back. I'm like, these They're are really, really well, if I wasn't yeah. involved in this, like I would be super hyped to listen to these That's stories cool. and stuff. <laughs> yeah. You, know? you don't like, even mind listening to your own voice? No. He, he loves way it. past. Oh yeah. Yes. I guess you have to. It also seems like you've become like the machine, like you've become a better interviewer. Mm -hmm. The machine has become better. Yeah. Like, did, how did you like what was the process like in terms of the evolution like how did you did you guys talk about this works this doesn't no, work as nothing, you're going through nothing really there's been no conversation about how to evolve it it's just yeah. different. well like, there's certain little things where we're like okay guys um we're talking over yeah. each other a lot like the guest is talking we're talking over i mean it has still happens because yeah, it's yeah. a conversation yeah, yeah. Right? when, I, when so, I approached chris to do this it was kind of like i knew this to the dude yeah. For it. So I'm like, I didn't even want to be sitting here. Yeah, yeah. You, know? you didn't want, yeah. I was, trying, I was trying to pull Kelly in the yeah. entire time. <laughs> well, I told Roger, I'm like, I'm not doing some one on one Barbara Walters yeah. interview. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's not the way that it's going to happen. Yeah. You yeah. Know? No, I it's way. Somebody. Yeah. It's but uh, everything has just been natural and like the Kelly coming on. And I mean, it's just, there's not much. So you're Howard, he's Robin. He's kind of like, I'm he's kind of like Frank. Frank. and, oh, Fred, I mean, Fred. Fred. He's kind of like the Robin, you oh, know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's true. He, but he has a button, Robin. He has a button, right. <laughs> Does Robin I mean, have a button? Well, the whole idea was for Baba Booey. Yeah, yeah. Know? But he talks more than Baba Booey would. So. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he wanted to be like the other room, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. We're going to glass that off one day. Yeah. 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 No, That's but it's just cool. funny how, like, you know, when, you, when you're when you doing a project and then you kind of take a step back yeah. and you kind of look at look it from at, the yeah. outside in again, you know, you're like, oh, wow, this is really we're doing something Damn, cool this is really it. good yeah. not even killing it but just enjoying it yeah. you know yeah for me on the movies there's a point where i lock picture and there's the the, the screening because the edit the, the editing even before you get to the mix you're editing for like usually a year oh, like most of my yeah. movies we edit for a year Damn. and they they become like there's like 25 versions of the movie and that you know they change a lot you know yeah. we rewrite re dialogue we record voiceover we shoot a couple new scenes uh -huh. like just like yeah so by the time like there's the last screening and you're screening sometimes you screen and you screen it with like 40 or 50 people always mm -hmm. you're just like getting friends of friends that right. aren't going to write on about it on the internet yeah. like you know my, my producers yeah. you know people sign ndas you watch it and some screenings go you know it's like it's working some screenings are terrible and mm. like you just want to like quit being a director and like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <They're> like oh. <laughs> yeah but like it's always nice because like the last screening i'm like i feel like okay we're ready to lock picture huh. and this is I, I i got it as close as i'm going to get it to where i was what was in my heart Okay. When I, before I started, and how often do you like doing pickup shots, like right towards the end of like almost locking it? We usually do like three days of shooting, mm -hmm. right new scenes, right right towards the end. But what, 
occasion i got you know what an adaptation we kept shooting little pickup ones because it was such a sprawling like the movie has so many different ideas and storylines and so on that one that's the one with the car crash right yeah god that wasn't early thanks yeah yeah man spike jones bro it's crazy (laughs) i don't know (laughs) let me let me call me man if you need any help bro i will you know no but i just i mean i'm a huge fan and like man it's been amazing so I'd cool. love all the insider info, you know, especially with skateboarding, but especially with movie stuff too, because it's like very interesting on how these things get done. Well, it's yeah. wild that he has all, I mean, you did video days and you have all these skate videos and they're making Academy yeah. movies. Like having the inside to all that, I, I never would have thought anyone, I wouldn't even know would have that. What about Jason Lee? You want to ever work I with do. Jason Lee? I do. I do. amazing. Yeah. That'd be so fun. Yeah. Do we, uh, should we wrap this up or we yeah yeah i mean i could talk all day with you guys no it's fine that's what i'm saying like it's super fun this is so fun how do you wrap these up what it what it um i usually just say goodbye yeah thanks for coming and then uh give them some some oh Oh, wait i brought you shit oh you brought us i know i know the program (laughs) oh you brought us some gifts yeah i don't know i mean the camera's rolling but yeah i I listen to all the nine club podcasts so i know not everybody brings us gifts no but it's become a thing it is like if you don't although nobody's gonna outdo mark's gift that is Mark and Bragg. Mark yeah. and, and the neon sign. Uh, yeah. Who, who did that one? Yeah. Eric, Eric Bragg. Bragg. Oh, okay. That's yeah. a classic. But, but yeah, the, that's I mean, like another switch. level of gift. Like yeah. on repeat for four hours. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's also an hours. iPad. He gave him an iPad. I know. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> In a museum like frame. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, oh, wow. He's got a bunch of stuff. He's got a box. I brought swag, Ooh. which is. This stuff is just stuff. The other stuff is more better. Well, I'll give you. I'll build up to the better. Oh, stuff. build up to the sweat. Yeah. Yeah. I brought a couple of DVDs of movies. Oh, I man. look at that. Iceland. Which is uh, oh stickers, rolling papers. stickers and rolling. Papers. Okay. <laughs> Your herb grinder oh, no. for whoever smokes weed. Oh, a grinder. And, okay. Uh, yeah. So there's a bunch of Viceland stuff. I'll I like this little here. swag. Sweatshirts. Little swag bag. Sick. And, uh, Thank you. Are you trying to schmooze us <laughs> yeah. into uh, maybe uh, having the show in Viceland or something? Yeah. We, Are you trying you should. to? <laughs> <laughs> no, somebody said talk you about were it. coming to meet with somebody at the channel. I don't know anybody down there. We'll walk really? Out. Okay. Yeah. This is office like, next yeah, door. Walk away. Walk away. <laughs> okay, well, in the new year, you got to come down and see if there's No, what are you do. putting everything back in the box? Well, what this, are you doing? That, that's that. It's okay. Just, that's oh, look, this stuff. is... Uh, oh, this is that play I did called oh, Changers. Oh, Changers. Raj, you could go to uh, Ear One and yeah, uh, take stuff to go. Yeah, look at that, you know? And I meant... I wanted to bring more photos, but I... This was only... I only had a week to pull some photos. Oh, no, no. So I brought some photos. Should we do Skins game where you have to guess who the photos are? Oh, yeah, let's do that. Okay, okay. You got to give us a hint that what era... I think they're mostly old, actually. What is old, though? I mean, we're like, talking about I'm BMX. Old. Are these BMX? <laughs> are these BMX photos, or what are we? Is there a Jeremy okay, Klein photo? Say, I, the first one of the first pro skaters I shot. Tilt, just pull it down. Yeah. There you go. There's a photo of him, and he's doing a backside tail slide at night with a multi, and and it's it's just long exposure with multi strobe. Jason Lee. No. Oh. Guy Mariano. Um, Rudy, 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 Rudy Johnson. No, but th- th- this is before those guys. Uh, this is they weren't pro yet when this, when I shot this photo. And they're pro now. 1989. They're still pro or no? I don't think so. No. 89 backtail, Holly backtail. On a, is it a white bench? Back, uh, no. Sean Chevy. It's not Jeremy Klein. There is one of Jeremy <laughs> Klein though. Yes. Is oh, it, is there? Yeah. Is it the kickflip grab? Yeah. Yes. No way. Yeah, they, yep. Look at that. Whoa. 
He's like, okay, this guy is like one of the originators of street skating. This is all done with a flash, right? Yeah, that's a long exposure. Oh, that's a... Not us? Wait, that's... Jeremy Klein. Not us. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Wait, that's individual shots, right? It's like a two-second exposure. I leave the shutter open, then pop the flash seven times or whatever. Oh, interesting. That is Yeah, this is the one in Notus. The same... Multi-strike. Wow, sick. Oh, yeah, I remember that. No uh, way. That is awesome, dude. Wow, look at that on the bottom stair. We need Nottis on the show. Dude, for yes. sure. Yes, he lives so close, too. Like, super close. Um, okay, uh, let's see. That's How do I give amazing. a clue for this? This one, this is a photo of, it was an ad, and there's two guys sitting in chairs in living in a living room. Is it Jason Lee and Gons? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say that. I was going to say that. You, you know? waited too long. Yeah, oh, this no. is the, the first blind ad. Wow. Oh, my gosh. No <laughs> way. It's so sick. Now, are you just, when, when this photo, did you just, I mean, it You're doesn't look, out? yeah. Uh, no, this was Mark. I think it was Mark's idea. He wanted, this was, he wanted this, them at home for their first ad. Oh, wow. And so I just, you know, was over there and shot a roll of film. And then look at that. That's down Hunter Beach? Yeah. Is that a BB gun or a real gun? BB gun yeah. or pellet gun. Yeah. Amazing. Okay. Um, what do we got here? What do we th- got next? This was a really random group of photos because, like, I I, I, I could have done better. But anyways, but these were just uh, so two guys, two friends that skated together. Stevie and Josh Kalis. They've always had the same sponsors. Breaking Mike. No, they didn't always have the same sponsors. Oh. They've yeah. all, they went they were on, they've been on, they were on three different teams over twenty years. Whoa. Heath and Steve. Come on, they were on the same, they're friends. On the same team. On the same, they had their same first sponsor. They left that to the second team. Javante. So Guy and Rudy. Yeah. Oh. Who? Guy and Rudy. Guy and Rudy. Oh. Yeah. 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 Perfect. You're right. Look at that. Paul to. But there's just these two, they're not even great photos. It was more like the day was really special. It was like we were all skating around Oh, there's Chico too. Is that Chico? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the first like, year or two. Of I love that his shoelaces are untied. That's I love that. So, <laughs> that's so guy right there. Dope. Where is that? Somewhere over in Hollywood, like kind of like East Hollywood. Huh. Rudy, right there. I mean, that's an epic. Fo- did this come up? Did this guy photo come out in anything? Damn, they're all rocking I don't know. the vans. I'm not sure. Yeah, they are. Wow. And then this was just from the same session of Guy and Rick. Oh, sick. Wow. Babies. That's crazy. It's babies. <laughs> no way. That is so tight. Dude. Rick kind of looks like Mazer right there. A little bit, huh? A little bit. And then... Um, okay. Oh, more. Well, He's got more <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Spike. One other photo. It's a, it was a cover of somebody we've talked about quite oh, a few t- quite today? A lot today. Cover of somebody we talked about Mark? a few times today. Um, Jason Lee. Nope. Why did you pause Mike right Carroll? there? What is Rick Howard? To <laughs> <laughs> be more dramatic, yeah, Rick Howard. <laughs> okay, Rick Howard. Uh, do you want to guess what cover? How about the one right behind you? The I didn't shoot that. Oh, you didn't shoot, shoot that. That was Cossack. Well, wasn't there also the photo of him in the World Park? Yep. Yeah. That oh, was the, based the, on all painted red. Photo. Yeah. You didn't shoot that one, or I shot the red one. Oh, that's you shot the red is, one. Yeah. Oh, that's what that is. Yeah. Oh. What? Perfect. What? <laughs> <laughs> over the hip. Yeah. Yeah. No way. What? Holy yeah. shit. Grab that side. Go ahead, Roger. Oh. You got to get that fucking coffee out of here. <laughs> <laughs> got fucking things everywhere. 
This is so amazing. No way. Wow. I mean, I wish we could hold this up, but people on the, they, they can see it. They can see it in the wide shot. Yeah. Wow. That's so right. Yeah, that's fun. We painted that whole that whole corner of the park red and painted him red. That is so sick. Nine clubs. That is wow. tight. This Thank is you. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so cool. Sure. <laughs> but uh, wow, this is amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's incredible. I wanted, yeah, I meant to get find more, but I... <laughs> it's amazing. No. I mean, we got to Thank you so much. They're I mean, random. I'm really hyped on the herb grinder. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, bro. <laughs> uh, what, what size shirt do you wear? Large? Medium. Oh, medium. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hats or beanies or both? What do you uh, do? A beanie. I think. Beanie? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gray beanie. And uh, a mug. An apple yard Definitely mug. a coffee mug. How many, how many cups of coffee do you drink in the morning? I don't drink coffee. No? Uh-uh. What do you drink? I take naps. Oh, really? <laughs> Look at it. Well, that, the Apple Yard mug. This is the famous oh, drawing. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Thank you, Kelly, by the way. Well, classic. Yeah. And who, who drew that? Oh, Apple Yard. Yeah. Mark Apple Yard, yeah. yeah. That's, a self, that's a portrait of me in a rush. Yeah, that's sick. I told him not to quit his day job, but it's <laughs> better at skateboarding. Nice, yeah. thank you. And a beanie and a, and a shirt, dude. Dude, I'm a club shirt. Proper. I'm nine club alumni official yep. now. Official. official. Thanks, nice. guys. First one of the year, alumni. too. Yep. Yeah. 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 Happy New Year. Happy, yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Year. I forgot to say. Yeah. yeah. I mean, man, 2018, Spike. Yep. Where is the time going? It's the year of Chris Roberts. It's a year I retire, bro. <laughs> <laughs> too much already, dude. Too much. Too much. No, but Spike, thank you yes, so thank much you. for coming so by. Yeah. I believe that was four hours. Four That's hours. Crazy. Flew by. Hey, but That's you know, crazy. dude, come back anytime, dude. Because, it, you know, we we probably missed a lot of stories. Seriously. <laughs> we, probably missed, we probably missed right, a yeah, lot. Yeah, I'll just come hang out. When you guys film Rick, I'll come sit with Kelly. <laughs> How often do you come yeah, to the, uh, the vice office? Um, I haven't been there in a while, but I go there regularly. It's just been a few months since I was there for the last time. We have ideas too, Spike. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we could no, always seriously, you guys know. could come meet our development people yeah I'll, I'll set that up in the year better than what Mesa says he I just wants to go to lunch he doesn't <laughs> even invite us in the building yeah. you know he's like I, I don't know anyone over there yeah. <laughs> i don't know he's <laughs> the best no but seriously spike thank you so much again for cruising by this has been amazing thank dude. you guys thank you. yeah spike jones oh cue the music yeah i can hear it in my head i can hear it it's already going you can play the piano right 